ultimate object of desire, the mountain of molten lust, the one, the only, Thunderlust. Hello and welcome to episode 30 of Christie's Third Nipple. The podcast apparently is unnecessary as Prince Andrew's sweat glands. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Kieran and I'm joined as ever by Darren Hello. and Tarek. Happy New Year! Right, given the extended Christmas break, uh, we usually like to stretch out the first section with a feast of pop culture consumption, which, judging by some around this table, can only be matched by the size of our Christmas tummies. <laughs> Then for the main course, <laughs> again, I was including that some. <laughs> then for the main course, a deep dive into the beauty of the movie City of God from 2002. So welcome. It seems like ages ever since the dance since we last on a crust day. Uh, yeah, I was thinking that. Could as you well. remember what movie it was? Oh, for fuck's sake! Um, <laughs> so that was back in November. Well, the start of December when that was on a crust day. I think it was the thirtieth November that uploaded. I think. Uh, yeah. Because I checked just to... Because um, since then we've done Matrix 2, 3 and 4, is yeah. that right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't remember what movie it was. Hacks Orange. Hacks Orange. That's what it was. Uh, a lot that of was Google weaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Checking is he in this? Nope. No, no. <laughs> uh-huh. Definitely not in City of God. Okay. So, yeah, a lot of things have happened since then. Yeah. To no, Just Christmas. Today, today we're recording on uh, Blue Monday, apparently, right? Ah, uh, the saddest day of the, the year. Saddest day of the year. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I thought I'd kind of, although this has passed by the time people have like listened to this, still I've got a wee story to share. That hopefully, cheer you up. Okay. Last week, I walked poverty school every day, and last week particularly has just been like hectic in the mornings, right? Just ah. shit going wrong. Uh, I got out there, rushed a bit, got out, and I got like eh, over the. Over, like across the road over the park bridge and then kind of on the main road heading towards the school where I noticed I had one green trainer on and one blue trainer on Fuck off Swear to God You're playing with socks Yeah, yeah like, Walking through Glasgow like, you'd be alright I was like oh <laughs> shit And then I had a decision to make like I passed had I passed the threshold of no return like was it going to sp- oh, right, hold on, right, hold right. on. Well, these, are these sambas? No, they're, oh. they're, both, they're both gazelles. Gazelles, right, okay. Right, so there's no, like, a different shape of shoe. And the kind of, the tinge of them was like a bluey grey and a, and, a, and a dark green. So, uh-huh. like, at first glance, you might not know, but every step I took, I fucking knew, like... <laughs> <laughs> blue, green, blue, green, blue. And then, look, it's the paranoia, isn't it? <laughs> it just seeps around you. You think everyone's judging you looking at you, but... Uh-huh. You do think that, but... I just think, how can nobody notice this? How can nobody notice? But see, that thing people notice in there, but pa- just parents are parents uh-huh. are like heads down, just get on with it. It's fine, and then it's like I was kind of like a wee. I didn't want. I think running him because I would have had to kind of run to get to school on time. Right. So we're sprinting him, right? <laughs> Changing the trainer, <laughs> the trainer. That would just. And coming back, it's a bad look, is it? <laughs> yeah. For, for, for Poppy, it's a bad lesson. Uh, so I just rolled it. Why? <laughs> why were you late, Poppy? <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> so uh-huh. I, I rolled it out, and nah, nobody noticed. 
I pointed battle. out to, to somebody because. Uh, See, that's it. You've got to bring the attention to it. Well, that was it. That, 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 yeah. that was my tactic. We need to of it, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Before somebody goes. Because Alex actually <laughs> cheered me up. I was like, that's pretty funny. Sent a picture to Leah. She was like, ah, oh, cheers. I probably giggled at it. Uh, <laughs> And then I met like my next door neighbour up there and she was like, she's had an even worse one and her son, it was his birthday that day, he was like four, uh, but he got COVID that night. So he'd been like up all night, temperatures, everything. I'm like, okay, well, look, cheer it up, look down. <laughs> look at these boys. <laughs> look at this plastic. <laughs> Can't even dress myself. <laughs> so I remember I, I got a phone call from Brandon, Christ, maybe about two, three years ago, so still fairly recent, um, pre, pre-COVID, and the phone call was, Dad, I've left the house and I've not got any socks on. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how the, how could you, what? Was like, yeah, I've, I've not got any socks on. Um, can you go and send me some money so I can go and buy socks on my way to the school? <laughs> so how, how could you even put your shoes on? You're having that feeling. Yeah, oh. I know. I know, you, you would know instantly. Ah, there, there is people <laughs> that just wear no socks or they wear these... Oh, the, the ankle... The well, they're not even ankle socks, they call it. They invisible. Call visible socks, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. And so oh. they're even somehow smaller than an ankle sock. The first and only time I wore them was the Beetha holiday. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I get it if, Shoes if you're and, in yeah. a lot of heat or you're around kind of like sand and beaches and stuff. If you're walking around Scotland, it, it, you're just wearing it. It's, it's like a foot in both worlds where it's like, you want to be seen as a person who doesn't wear any socks, but you still want to feel the comfort yeah. of a sock. What is, what <laughs> like is you're opposed to either way. What is so good about your ankles that you think? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't want to see those bony ankles. <laughs> Unless you've got a cool tattoo that wraps halfway <laughs> together. <laughs> Uncle Jesus. <laughs> it doesn't quite touch, but yeah. Uh, and it's no cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that's, that's, that was, uh, yeah. It's my story, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. Well, it's raised our spirits, I think. So, if you want to do that anytime, just. Uh, and if you see somebody else like that, uh, I've, I've started the trend. <laughs> <laughs> um, just keep your head down, don't say anything to them. <laughs> Only pick up when they say something. I'll just nod and wink and they won't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, like, doing the key. <laughs> you're saying it's like T- some, tough morning. Uh, it's like it's some brotherhood. You're like, yeah. I, I feel yeah. your pain. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've no, I don't think I've had anything like that. Done anything? Left the house and like had a shirt on backwards. There was one time where I shaved my head and I, left, I missed a big patch on the back of my head. Right. And then went and met other guys in the nether in, and then they took great uh, joy of putting uh, out this uh, big <laughs> patch of hair <laughs> on the back of the nether because it was rushed up. But that was, uh. I can't remember anything, but it's probably just from when I was young, it was just stupid. <laughs> just no, putting no, something on the One back time in high school, I went like an hour early. An hour early to school? An hour early. So this is like pre four. going fast? Didn't bar- nah, bar- nothing bar- like that. But I woke up at 20 past an hour. And I usually leave at 22 that hour. And I thought, shit, let's get ready. Oh, and I went. And I did think it was strange that I'd never seen anybody on the way there. <laughs> Got there. I was like, the fuck, the school's half a day. I just hung a bit. And then somebody started trailing up and like it's like the janitor. Caught in these lower keys, like, lock it up. So now, even now, like, like when I walk probably to school and see nobody at the gate, like Aye. no other parent, no kind of car, I get the fear, I instantly mm. take them back. Mm. <laughs> uh-huh. Just kind of like when people put their bins out and you haven't, you're like, 
what, what was I not told about? Yeah, there <laughs> seems to be this mental link between everybody else and not me. Yeah, I've never been influencer guy no, on Mill Street. No, I'm definitely not. I've got my peeping toms at the, <laughs> <laughs> the windy every morning. What bins? Um, I've, I have been rushing about the other day and I kind of missed something quite big. So I was, I was on the phone to uh, one of our famous fans of the shows who was on, uh, Youngie. Right, yeah. So, so I was on the phone to him and I was just um, going about the house, just blaring away, doing tidying up and stuff like that. And Evie and Erica, they were just playing in the living room, just uh, quite quietly, just kind of playing, I think they said they were playing schoolies. I thought, right, cool. So I was just going back and forth from room to room. And as I was walking past, I just seen Evie just kind of walking past with a belt behind her back. And I didn't take any notice of it. And I just kind of went through to the kitchen, came back, uh, still speaking away to him, and then went back through to the living room. And there's Erica with her hands out, all ready for the belt to get slapped against her hand. <laughs> and it wasn't just a not just a just a normal belt. It had like big studded metal things on it. Uh, and Evie was cocking her hand back and then <laughs> give her the full belt. To to? <laughs> it just came through, I was like, No <laughs> You know, he's like, oh, what, what what's going on? I was like, oh, just caught her in the nick of time. Yeah, I was like, What I are you doing now for? Like, oh, you told me that, that happened. And I've totally forgot. I was speaking to my mum, having a wee conversation about, oh yeah, I remember when you were at school, you used to get the belt. And she would say, yeah, I'd put my hands out and they would smack oh, yeah. me in the hands. <laughs> Kids are the craziest oh, things. Oh, exactly. Yeah. As soon as they hear something, they get an idea in their head. And it's and like... The fact that she walked past us with a behind her back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, should have paid attention. Very sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely silent ninja, that one. Yeah. Right, <coughs> so th this veritable feast that yes. we've got, who wants to kick us off? Um, I can go, Yeah. Uh, just because yeah. my first one's been sitting on my kind of recommendation list for a while, but there is a reason why it hasn't been said. Uh, last year, just maybe November, December time, I went and saw in the cinemas uh, the director's cut 4K version of Rocky IV. Right, if you know me, I'm a big Rocky fan, I don't always remember who fought who and which one or the events or blah blah. But I just love it. You what you're there and you're just in the moment and you're just long for the ride and there's nothing quite like it. Now Rocky Four I think it's up there with Rocky One. I think it's joint. I can't I can't place one above the other. I can Rocky Four's montage after montage, is it? Well, yeah, this is what something that the director's cut kinda seems to kinda want to <laughs> balance out. Because there is kind of like there's a lot of stuff that they've... Yeah, Sylvester Stone basically got an itch during the lockdown and says, I had to fix this movie. It's, huh? like, it's been 30 years since he's done it, but uh -huh. it's just like, he kept on just replaying in his mind. And so I watched the YouTube documentary he made of him in the editing room, and he just talks about life and being young and just wanting to get it through and quickly and done because a lot of pressure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. the, the other ones got criticised for kind of being slower plotting so he made this one all montage oh. and just the, the even the original idea for Ivan Drago was supposed to be this kind of like it's supposed to be this caveman this kind of prehistoric being and then just through friends and circumstances he saw a picture uh, like um, Dolph Lundgren gave him the picture of himself and he just like that's it and it completely changes it and so it's like this man of the future instead and stuff. Right, right, right. So it's weird thinking of Ivan Drago as anything else than Yeah. Oh, right. but he just goes into and talks a lot about the 
that and so because the like part of the the difference was Ivan Drago's like training techniques were all high tech and yeah, fast yeah. and then he was like running in snow and shit exactly but he's yeah. the Nothing man but this and, other yeah. person's this uh, science experiment uh-huh. and so so were they going to swap that around was he going to do all techy? well he wasn't going to be all techy. and no, it was just going to be like maybe they ramped up the Neanderthalness or <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's like this man out of time kind of thing but there's loads of stuff like that and now I feel kind of more closer bonded to the director's cut so I know it's Sylvester Stallone's kind of he really put his heart and soul on it and it's like mm. you see this documentary he spends like a year or something trying to fix it and at the end of it he feels like yeah I've, I've accomplished something I've, I've done it and now I can set my mind at ease so who's he? Uh, who's the director? I've never really Sylvester Stallone he's that's why I don't know <laughs> he, tells, he tells stuff like he would actually like write down the fights and choreograph them like punches and jabs and stuff like that. Right, okay. and then this is all make on the screen, but there is stuff that he changes in this one because in Paul Creed fights Drago right there in the and like the original and just gets absolutely slaughtered. Mm-hmm. But there's a change in the director's cut. He fights back a bit more and kind of opens him up to Rocky to say, "Okay, this guy can actually be beat." So it's like a different intention with the first one. They're all just putting drag over. Yeah, thing. Uh, like he's the Undertaker. Yeah. He can't get yeah. hurt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But the other one, it's like, okay, so there is a weakness to him, and there's a lot more in Rocky Four about Drago himself, and see he's kind of being like a Frankenstein's monster. He's like this propaganda tool, kind of fighting against the establishments that are trying to make him. Well, yeah, yeah. By the end of it, he does kind of have something that like to defend himself. Mm. Say so. Because uh, at the end of it, he still grabs the guy by the. Throw. Yeah, but it just seems and throws him. That seems a bit out of nowhere. Yeah, and it seems more self-defense. But in, the, in this one, it's more you see everything they've done to him. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Pretty, yeah. Yeah. And plus, the movie looks gorgeous. It's a 4K, uh. so you're still getting that kind of 80s aesthetic and montage and stuff. But you're seeing that the smoothness is not limited by the technology of the cameras of the 80s. Right. And so, so it's like uh. it's this weird kind of mixture of stuff that can't be like replicated again it's like a total like time capsule mm-hmm. and so I, I i just you know kind of like really enjoying the movie and just loving the experience of seeing it mm-hmm. and knowing that this is not only just one of those directors cut that just made to be longer but this one's like like they get to see more about like uh because in the original Paul Creed dies and that's you just kind of move on Aye. but there's a, there's a scene at his funeral in this one and Rocky speaks about that the, the reason why he's here is because of Apollo and everything like that but he's right 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 right. he actually regrets killing off Apollo as well as Vesta Stallone yeah. uh, well there's like um, like, yeah he could have been brought back a, a few times yeah, right, like, all this. I mean yeah, yeah he said he could have just been like paralysed in a wheelchair and he still would have been around in the movie and it would be a different kind of role for Apollo you'd have to grow but then again there wouldn't be a creed with if you didn't yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's still, it's, it still works well yeah, within yeah. the movie and because so, it's, you still see him trying to fight back and mm-hmm. um, because he's defending his his brother's honour um, yeah here's a I, question I, for you yeah? go and put them in order then that you how you would like them your favourites that's, that's a hard, hard. One. Uh, uh, I don't remember all of them, but it's three, Mister T. Yeah. Right. So one's Apollo. Second one's Apollo. Oh, again. Yeah. Three's T. Four's Drago. Five's that fucking. Let's forget about five. 
Yeah. And then six Rocky Balboa. Rocky Balboa. I don't know. Really right. So we can ditch six. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. quite no, four's my favourite. Four. Yeah. yeah. Like and then um uh, one then two then three, something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really uh, I'm interchangeable. T wasn't wasn't the best one I'd done, I think. No. Um definitely above the fifth anyway. I do um, like the third one because that's when Apollo becomes like the the mentor to ah uh, yeah and then have that montage on the beach they're running on the beach yeah <laughs> but I, I think that I think the third one also has uh, Hulk Hogan in it as well Thunderlips yeah Thunderlips Thund- <laughs> <laughs> don't know why I remember <laughs> that so who directed that man no so, he was called yeah, Thunderlips pet name I'd say well on any given day it could be one four or four one then three then probably two I don't remember too much but. The second one, but yeah. sorry, I was just thinking. If anybody sees Kieran going past with multi colour <laughs> shoes on, shout "Hey, Thunderlips!" <laughs> <laughs> Watch him run. <laughs> but yeah, just to know that this was like a passion project, and it just looks gorgeous. And it's like I still love the original one, but to have this in it as well, it's just a net positive all round. So right, I'm going to have to up my game cool, here. Cool change the order of these I like that to match that okay, that's I'm, I'm going to go um, mine's is like a list of Netflix um, <laughs> the, the good the bad the ugly but this isn't this right. is on Disney Plus uh, it's Get Back Get Back what's that it's the Beatles Get documentary back. Oh. Get Back so it's three episodes each of them's like two and a half hours long something like that oh. so plenty of viewing but Ooh. it is fucking tremendous it's the best thing I watched over the break, mm-hmm. like by far. Um, to give you the concept of what it is, um, they are in a recording studio, and the kind of the deal is let's write and record an album. Mm. Let's get the documented cameras in here. They can just pick up conversations and and all this. The idea is at the end of this two weeks period, something like that, um, we'll do a TV show, a live TV show. The Beatles have not performed live in public for, for years because it was just too much hassle. Oh. Like, it was just literally, they exploded, right? They, they, got, they, they ended up playing at like Shea Stadium or something like that, a big baseball stadium in America. Just ridiculous to, oh. to hear a wee band, a four fucking piece, mm-hmm. and a thing Sta- that said. Yeah. Um, so, one thing after, they, they, they stopped it, but they said, like, let's do a kind of intimate TV show gig and that's what that. But as it goes on, they ditched that idea for various reasons um, and they think, well, what about another gig? What about we don't do anything, blah, blah, blah. They end up playing on the roof. So it's the famous go on the roof of the London uh, studio mm. and yeah. play live there, mm-hmm. right? So you see that and that takes up the bulk of the third episode. So, but what you've got in, in them is them, like, they've got a couple of songs, they've got wee bits and pieces, but they've got to try and work together to, they've got, a, like, time pressure. But the pressure's all like, um, they're obviously they're almost at the peak of their powers though, like, like they're the fucking Beatles, but, cool. but there's vulnerabilities there and there's tensions kind of simmering in the background. Yoko Ono's on the scene, wow. <laughs> right? And all the, and all the um, what you've heard is Yoko broke up the Beatles, right? That, that's what, it's in, imprinted on my mind watching this. Oh. And she is literally sat next to John Lennon the whole time. Every time he's there, she's right there. <laughs> Even when they're having like intimate discussions about the future of the band, oh. like never mind just oh, what does that sound go? Like it's like, well, what do we quit? 
No, and 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 Yoko, and and Yoko's like butts in, and some of the looks that Paul McCartney gives her, (laughs) oh, that's very nice, Yoko, but it's just chiming in on the sometimes, sometimes, (laughs) and um, but there's other things as well. So Linda um, McCartney before they marry, so Paul McCartney's fiance at the time, girlfriend is there, and there's a couple of moments with her and Yoko and are having a conversation, getting on, and that's quite nice to see. It kind of goes against what I'm saying there, but. You can't ignore it. So there's that. Loads of sound guys buzzing in about um, them kind of getting used to being recorded and like these conversations going. Right. But there's like the so th- there's all that going on, and you think this can have fall apart at any part, and mm-hmm. it nearly does. But when they're on it, oh my god, they're fucking yeah. on it. They yeah. really are. <laughs> it just takes like a little look, and like Ringo's just like falling, some a guitarist, and then you've got. Um, Harrison over in the corner and he picks up on it and then before he can it there's a sand. Now knowing the songs and then seeing where they, they develop and who gets that line in Aye. and then they, they throw a lot of words in, like uh, lyrics in, just, Aye, to, just yeah. to finish it, just to get to the, they're not really bad about the lyrics. Mm-hmm. The lyrics is kind of like the least important thing really, the way they do it. Aye, the melody. So they're just like singing and blah blah. Um, even, so some of the made up things is good, but then you're like, well that actually made it in. Like he's yeah. just laughing right. here, and that, that's what they—that's what they went with. Favorite heavy um, lyrics are just kind of used as phrases or uh, terms yeah, or something yeah. like that, and they're just kind of—it's just so easy it's, for them to shout. Out. Yeah, you'd, you'd think, oh, they're, they're, they've said that because they were on power acid at that point in time. <laughs> it might just be this is the, this the, is the, like post post that stage. So yeah. they, they've done Sergeant Pepper, they've done Magical Mystery Tour, Yellow Submarine, mm. they've done all that. Uh, Rubber Soul, Revolver. What what kind of time frame is this? So yeah, so this ah. is like they've, they've done, like they five albums or half a dozen albums. I've just said there are like they're yeah, the, the biggest and best. Right? Yeah, the um, this is the Let It Be album, which has got get back on it. Ah. Uh, some of the recordings that you you see them do, and like packed and there's like there's kids kicking about and, mm-hmm. the, and they're like they nail it, and that's the one that's on the album. And then even on the roof. There's like two or three of the recordings that make it on the album. I never realised that they were like live, live, Jesus. like on the. So that's cool when you see that. Um, and then there's Abbey Road, which is the the last one they recorded. But I actually think that Abbey Road came out, and then Let It Be came out, and then they pretty much just split up. So they're on the verge of splitting up. Uh-huh. Like within two years, I think it's like this, that's it. They're gone. Um, so there's that as well. There's always that. Like yeah. they're kind of like grateful for it. Every minute that you see of it, you're grateful because you can't have the last one any longer. Right. Yeah, at that time. Seen if you've seen them, if you've seen them earlier, like during Sgt. Pepper, there would have been a bigger input for George Martin, like the producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there would have been um, a lot of like overdubbing with different instruments and shit like that. But this is pretty much just them. But they get this, uh, this piano player, this keyboardist, I've really got, I can't remember his name. Right. This black guy, he, he comes in because he's like, well, we need, because this song needs it. So mm. he comes in and he's just like, just playing with the Beatles. Just fucking <laughs> loves it. Just, yeah. So that's, that, that's play, yeah. to be yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. Um, I want to see his name Bobby. I want to see his name Bobby. Ah, Bobby the keyboardist. Yeah, Bobby. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Is there like yeah. a lot of tensions so, uh, going around during it? Or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because um, first episode, <laughs> somebody quits, I'm not saying why somebody quits and then it's like convincing them that could be it that could be it they're thinking we've got this footage 
and then you've just filmed the breakup with the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> uh, so they have to go and convince him to come back. Um, but then their vulnerability is like, oh, because I've always kind of like wanted to do this, and then you've always kind of overshot me. And I would have thought they would have been a well-oiled machine, but it's no. Oh, well, everybody's, everybody's becoming well egoish, and then <coughs> other people are just there's taking that, over. And, and there's that, and there's there's like they've got their own ideas about what they want to do next with their life, mm. not just their career, but their life, and then mm -hmm. that's kind of coming in as well. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think I, I don't think it's for everybody. Like I wouldn't expect Dan to sit through it for like nine hours. But <coughs> it's, it's, a, um, it's a fair watch of that kind of where you're putting it in. Yeah. But I would date again, because mm -hmm. uh, there would just be like the, the the one of the best bits is is the rooftop gig because what they do is they the shops done that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I thought shit we were talking about the roof there. I was like, oh, now I get that reference. Baby, <laughs> baby on board. Yeah. <laughs> so they film it on the roof, obviously. They film it from another roof, but they also film it from ground level, ground up, so right. they see like people's reactions. So mm. they've got an interviewer saying, "Do you know who you're listening to?" Blah blah blah. And then they, f they film the police as well, the police turn up. <laughs> so there's police in the bottom floor of the building trying to get up and the receptionist is like, uh -huh. I don't know what they're doing. Was it in Liverpool that they did that? No, London. In London? London, yeah. Savile Row somewhere. Ah, right. yeah. It's quite interesting because like, how that would go viral today versus how it went kind of viral then. Like uh, yeah. that would have just attracted right. a crowd by itself, but nowadays it would have been Somebody on the phone. Yeah, they're, they're you hear people. Oh. People aren't happy because uh, businesses are getting disrupted. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah but in, like, so the same. You're you're hearing the music, and you're hearing the police conversations, and you know that <laughs> happened exactly as Aye. the drums were going and stuff like that. Is great. It's really really well put together, and um, yeah, Aye. definitely worth it. So it's got your songs really good. They're kind of all sign up for nine hours though. <laughs> Um, I know. But, uh, but I'll I know. I'd give it a wee watch. Yeah, definitely see how the first episode grips is. Yeah, it. and it gets better. Yeah, so right. yeah, if you don't know, you'll know, you'll know as soon as like half an hour's gone. Yeah. Um, what it's like, you'll get the feel for it. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. But if you're a fan, then who's not a fan of the Beatles? Well, I know, I know, I know. Dropped off. I know. It fell off plus L plus ratio. All, all the all the uh, Rihanna fans who didn't know who Paul McCartney was. <laughs> oh, jeez. That was classic. Yeah, yeah. Right. So mine's just kind of a doubler. Um, so I f started off with the Billy Conley documentary. Mm. Okay. Uh, it was the Billy Conley My Absolute Pleasure. It was just on. ITV over Christmas and New Year, um, and it's him actually talking, uh, it's kind of his daughter maybe even, even doing the interviewing, because um, it was all kind of done in lockdown, and it's from when he's living in Miami, in America, and he's just kind of talking through his life, and there's some of the comedy sh um, sketches that you see, I hadn't even seen the jokes. Yeah, so yeah. it was good. So I, I, me and Izzy were sitting there, and it's funny because I f when I first got together with Izzy and I showed her some Billy Connolly, she had no fucking idea what you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we sat down and watched it, she went, I can understand him. <laughs> that was good. That's 10 years of Scottishness <laughs> coming over like that. Um, so we're both absolutely creasing myself. Woke, woke the kids up because we were laughing that much. <laughs> so, so good. Um, and there's obviously the same jokes that you kind of regurgitate every now and then. Um, and he touches on his Parkinson's um, and he's 
cancer and all this kind of stuff. But I, it's, it's just his outlook on life is just so good. He's just kind of the way he just talks through things mm -hmm. and just says, "Well, fuck it, let's just get on with things and let's just make people laugh and whatnot." Um, so in this episode, he goes into a bookshop and it's an author that owns it in Miami and the receptionist says that he goes in and he just keeps asking the receptionist what gives a good book because she's read them all and she hands him this book and she says um, it's about um, backing singers and he turns on and he says I've got a recommendation for you 20 feet from stardom and I was just like right okay I'm taking Billy Connolly's recommendation <laughs> so I went and found 20 feet from stardom so that's my second one right. <laughs> And twenty feet from stardom is about um, it's a twenty feet of the backing singers to the front of the stage. To yeah. the front of the stage, um, so it follows four backing singers. So there's Darlene Love, Meryl Clayton, Judith Hill, and what was the fourth one? Lisa Fisher. Darlene Love sung my favourite Christmas song. Ah, yeah. Yeah, which is oh, the amount of stuff that these four have been on is just absolutely mm. unreal. Um, so it takes you, for, it takes you from the start of backing singers, where they were kind of just um, shiny white women that were just kind of going along with a um, singer, and they just they didn't really do anything except the exact harmony that the singer wanted, yeah. and then they got. Uh, then somebody started listening to gospel music and then that's where it kind of came in and every one of them um, all kind of came from pastor's daughter or priest's daughter yeah. or something like that so <laughs> every single one of them um, are all church related are all, all gospel singers yeah. um, and there's a couple of families that are in there that have got like brothers and sisters that are um, all back and singers too but some of the um, bands that are, or some of the people that come on and talk about these uh, these women. You've got Bruce Springsteen, Mick Jagger, Sting, uh, Bette Middleton, Stevie Wonder, Luther Vandross, all these guys are uh, just coming on and just talking up these singers, saying, look, no one else in the world can do what these women do because they, they've got the range, the, the, they can just take the, they, they make the song. These women are the ones that you will sing along to more than the actual singers because you don't really sing the chorus, uh, you don't really sing the verses, as because you don't you know the words, the chorus. you yeah. sing the chorus. Meanwhile, the lead singers like are living over them and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Aye, and um, I listened to the the album from the show, and it's just oh, it's banger after banger. Honestly, <laughs> you're, just, you're just going because it just goes from R and B, pop, rock, straight through to country, mm. and everyone they, they do um, voices for animated characters and everything. Right. Um, but a lot of the money doesn't really get fed to them. Well, well, in the in the start when it was like seventies and eighties. Because they were just taking the first the wage straight off the bat. I was just like, right, go and sing this. Um, we'll Rather pay we'll two hundred dollars, and yeah, and then they were kind of getting taken away from them. Um, but now they're bringing the royalties, and anything that they went to try and move into that grabbing the mic and actually becoming the singer, they could just not get, they couldn't get past it. They liked being right. That was it was quite a. It is a big egotistical thing to just grab the mic and think everybody's wanting to look at me, everybody's wanting to see me perform. Yeah. But these, they just don't have that. They, there's one of them. I think it's um, Darlene Love. She just um, she, when she's singing, she's just going. She just goes off. And she just kind of gets in the zone. And you see it every time she starts singing. She just closes her eyes and she just kind of goes with it. And um, Bruce Springsteen says, anytime he gets 
gets her, he just goes like, just go. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> you, you, uh, you do you. <laughs> yeah. And as soon as he said, it's like when she closes her eyes and she just kind of starts feeling the music. Because they've got a Christmas song together. Uh, I well, think it was on Home Alone too. Um, yeah, there is. All Alone at Christmas. So, I think it's Mary Clayton. Mm-hmm. She... I've heard her too, but I kind of picture her in any songs that she's done. Um, I might have... Maybe a Christmas song that she was doing. Right. I can't. I can't remember what song it was, but um, because she didn't have much money, she went about and she started cleaning houses. Right. And she was cleaning big mansions and stuff like that. And she said that she was scrubbing the toilet, and the owner of the house comes singing her songs all around. And she turned around and goes, "That's me that's singing." Like, no, it's not. Like, yeah, <laughs> scrubbing this toilet. Just <laughs> she, like fucking hell. Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's just banging music, banging stories from what, everyone. What's that on? Um, from mm. not sure. I found it on okay. a website. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll hammer it. No, actually, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Actually, okay. it definitely is because I asked Alexa to play the album, and I actually played it on the TV because it's connected to my Fire Stick. So that's so okay. twenty feet from Stardom's on Amazon Prime. Right, brilliant. And the uh, Billy Conley uh, documentary, ITV. ITV. I, there's been so many of them. I remember one where it was kind of like spliced with doodles of his. You know, he does these kind of simple drawings. <laughs> Aye. And he's sitting, I think he's kind of sitting in a, in a cinema. It's the one where he, he, he says, like, fuck is the greatest word in English language because it's so like versatile. <laughs> so diverse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the one you're on. Th- that, yeah, I remember seeing that one yeah, as well. That, that's an older one, yeah. But I, yeah, I started um, listening to his um, audio book as well. Right. So, th- yeah, I, he went through a hellish upbringing. Like, he was uh, abused as a child and mm-hmm. his dad was doing stuff to him and everything. And then I've just got a couple of chapters in, but I'll give you a few. And is he reading it? He's reading it, yeah. Um, Pre yeah. Parkinson's or? No. No? Ah, it's it's just got released at Christmas then. Right, okay. So he's um and how was that? Alright. Yeah, it's yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's going well. I mean I mean how was his delivery? <laughs> oh, the delivery of it. Yeah, it's still good. Yeah. I think he said that he gave up comedy because he couldn't he didn't have the, the timing. timing for right. his for his punchlines. Mm-hmm. But because he's able to read it, I think he's able to just kinda of take his time and just Yeah, and you can you yeah. scrap it, can you? And there's a couple of ones where I've noticed that it's been kinda of edited. Right. quite a bit it just kind of stops quite abruptly because you might be going on to something else but yeah. um, so far yeah pretty decent good good. very decent because you know I can't read for <laughs> I'm doing the audio book back to you back to you so uh, another show uh, the show I uh, when watched on Netflix uh, I watched with <coughs> my friend Samuel we tried to catch every episode together was uh, Midnight Mass Okay. It's from the guy that did the Haunting of Hill House and the Haunting of Bly Manor. Yeah. So he has this kind of horror character dramas, two, two amazing shows on in his belt, and I think this third one might be his best. And it's not so much the focus on horror this one, but it's really just about the character dynamics. So Midnight Mass is, is mostly kind of, it tackles stuff like, like religion and stuff like that. So the main character, um, was kind of like a like a son like who helped with like the like the the proceedings of a church and stuff like that in a small island, and so then he leaves 
and then goes off, gets older, and becomes like this kind of stock guy. You know, this is all before the show starts, and then becomes like an alcoholic. And so the show begins him at the side of a road after a car crash and after he's killed someone, but he's like basically without a scratch. And because of that, he's like lost the job he's ruined his life and stuff mm-hmm. like that. He's in jail. But then the show really picks up after it. He has to return back to this place. So the, he, he kind of like forsook the religion and stuff like that. And he has to come back and feel it, kind of face it and deal with all these other people on the island is quite like very intricate and like everybody knows each other kind of thing. And I told him it's much more of the show I could see but that but some of the characters and the conversation they're having and the the conversation would go on just like a like a steady one shot take for like five minutes oh. and it's just like amazing it's like yeah. I don't know how they can do all that I love and, that yeah kind of just uh. a lot of just multitasking if you think about it not just memorise the words and saying them but that's just some of that and it takes turns they won't expect and then I was, I was actually quite shocked through a couple of times of the show like they just did that or how's that happening and then you just it, we, we tried to do kind of episode or episode two a night and then I was just thinking about it all the day as well <laughs> so it, you could definitely binge that's it that's good when, you're, when you've got something like that and yeah you, just you could definitely wait. binge it but that wasn't really our kind of style to it because we didn't think it would do it the best kind of service um, yeah, sometimes you'd rather take it in and yeah, breathe mm. some of like the conversations, the confrontations and stuff like that. You've been waiting for like an episode or two for it, and they give you it, and mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah, and then you start there after, and it's like, can I watch that again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's probably one of the shows where I'm like, like it's not. I thought you were gonna get clips on YouTube, like, oh my god, scary moments here or something like that. But there's gonna be scenes I wish I could just watch yeah. the entirety again. That's reminding me of the the Millennium Trilogy books, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Girl mm-hmm. re- uh, Played with uh, Fire and so on. They kind of keep characters away from each other. It's always like a couple of pages. It's quite short chapters, so it's yeah, easier yeah. to take in. It's like, that, that's what's going on with her, that's what's going on with him, that's what's going on over there. And then same, they just kind of repeat that. And you're like, I can't wait until they meet up. <laughs> yeah. And like you say, when they did, it was like brilliant. Yeah. There is characters that are definitely memorable in this. I'd say my f- my favourite character is probably the priest because at the start of it, they had this kind of old priest of something from dementia and stuff like that. So he had to get kind of replaced because he's getting too old now. So this new priest comes in. And it's a bit of kind of untrustworthiness because even though he's a man of the cloth, they're still very loyal to who they they know and who they're with and so this this new guy comes in and it's like is he going to shake up what church is like and then if I don't go to church then it's like but it's just it's tip the iceberg because it, it's really about kind of like groupthink and how people together and religions can control communities oh, and and just like the, even the isolationist nature of the island itself mm-hmm. kind of just tips that it's like a, it's like almost like the thing it's just like okay, yeah, we're together, yeah, we're stuck. Yeah. Like there's nothing. Shutter Island. <coughs> yeah. Okay. The um, you mentioned a couple of things before that the guy you did. You didn't need to watch them. This is. Oh, it's yeah, it's different. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, but I'd recommend those shows as shows as well. Mm-hmm. But it, they're always kind of being horror, horror. I'd say Hill House is probably the most horror. But then again, that was based off books, I think, mm. and so he kind of had to keep in that realm. He did it well. 
In Blind Manor, that had more of kind of a, like a love story, but in this one, it was just more. I don't know, a drama, thriller, I don't know what to say. It just kind of, I think I've seen something like this before. Alright. There is this one character though, it's, it's, if you've ever seen The Mist, there's a, a character in that, who's quite religious and quite Bible something, it's a very easily to hate character, there's a character like this in it. But, they are, they? <laughs> but it's, in The Mist, obviously, like, the, the world's collapsed in a very short amount of time, so everyone's terrorising, but, like in this, it's more kind of realistic. She's just like a Karen, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but Car- some of the like things, Karen. yeah. Oh, wow. But some of the things she does, though, it's like an Umbridge character from Harry yeah. Potter. Where it's just like, oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, it just has like quality, just dripping from its pores. It's just amazing. Brilliant. Quality dripping from its pores. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Quote that from Darren. <laughs> um, Netflix will be asking to stick that up on them. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'll, I'll begin my good, bad and ugly from Netflix. Yeah, go for it. This is actually definitely in the good category, maybe, yeah, good category, possibly great, but it's kind of the device of this one, it's called The Lost Daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, directed by Maggie Gyllenhaal. Alright. Uh, I think so it was her she, debut. She, She's. I, I thought she'd done some directing in. She may have done the episodes in yeah. the Deuce. In the Deuce. Yeah. I would. I don't know for sure, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she had done a couple of episodes there, but maybe. Was it Major Picture? Aye. Um, so she wrote it as well. Um, and it stars Olivia Coleman. So when Leah's kind of suggesting things, it's her turn to pick, and I've got like my only rule is I've got a veto. Right over, over. How many vetoes? <laughs> no, no, well, yeah, <laughs> just you know, generally like unless I've got a veto, it goes on. And there was one where I had a veto, and it still went on, and that's might speak with that later. Yeah, okay. I fucking hate it. <laughs> but this, I've thought, well. Maggie Gyllenhaal, Olivia Coleman, can't be that. Yeah, bad. yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's people interested. So she, uh, Olivia Coleman, plays uh, Professor. If anyone doesn't know, she's been in fucking Peep Show, won an Oscar for playing uh, Queen Victoria. Was that right? Uh, yeah, Stop. probably. Uh, loads of shit. She plays a professor on a, like a holiday, working holiday to, to Greece, and she kind of becomes uh, increasingly intrigued with this young mum on the beach. Sees her playing with her daughter and that. This young mum belongs to a big family, like a, a, a Greek American family who I just visit there every year. Right. Um, and she kind of watches her, and the more that their paths kind of cross, the more she sees her younger self in her, in this mum. The mum sometimes is struggling with the burn, and then you, you, you see Olivia, Olivia Coleman's characters. Loads of a massive chunk of this film is flashback, so it's a completely different actress playing young Leda. I think I think her name's Leda. Mm. So young Leda, who um, young two young daughters, husbands working away. Um, she's a professor, kind of trying to work through from home, um, yeah. through much of it, uh, just struggling. And it, the, the the major theme of is that is the kind of like hidden. Difficulties of of, be, of being a mother, like dealing with oh. expectations, and and just the the kind of the darkness of it that it could it could bring to people. Mm-hmm. So that kind of comes into it, 
um, she sees this young as the mother struggling to cope as well. Um, what you've also got is that this this Greek American family you learn are quite they're pretty much a criminal family. Right. Like, okay. Like they're, um, they're there's that element. There's the danger there, and again, every time it her paths cross with them, there's fear there. Right. But she can't kind of help being attracted to this towards this young mum to try and help her. Mm-hmm. So there's that, and that tension slowly, slowly builds up as well. Um, I enjoyed it. I can see why people didn't like it. Um, maybe the ending didn't quite like pop for them. Right. Um, it maybe doesn't satisfy. But I don't think it's about. That. As I said, it's more about these untold layers and expectations of mothers, mm. not necessarily going for a punchy ending. Right. Uh, I would say though, if you want to feel like one of these fucking clever cunts when award season come around and you're like, oh, I've seen that, yeah, <laughs> watch it. This one's because one it's been tipped for. But it, it's also like, I don't know why, but it, it, one one film that comes to mind, I've still not even seen it, but I did win, and I was like, what the fuck's that about? The Pianist, right? When that was like did well at the Oscars, yeah, and I'm yeah, like, that's just not the type of film uh, I would watch. Yeah. This probably falls into that category that, that when I was that age. No, this is not the type of film I would have watched yeah. five years ago, ten years ago. So uh, it's more kind of... No, no, not artsy, <laughs> but... It's just, uh, yeah, it's just this... Um, There's a lot more uh, done with the performances. Yeah, the performances the are good. Yeah, um, there is that kind of thing where a movie's kind of... More, not about like the... The end is like just more about the journey itself, or like what yeah. kind of says. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like it might not have had to have had the criminal aspect in it. I don't know how much role that plays, but like mm. you're saying, it's just the thing that's going to stay with you is like the you, you, well, you think you think stuff. that that's you think it's a thriller in the making. Yeah. Because of that, that you're um, gonna save and, 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 and it kind of keeps you. Yeah. yeah, you think it's going to like explode, um, and I don't, I, I don't want to give too much away, but um, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> and I, I can see why like people are thinking that's the kind of film it would be. Mm-hmm. I think if Har- Harlan Coben wrote it, yeah, it probably would have done. And I'll go on and speak about that cunt later on. So we're gonna we're gonna do chuck this fly C bomb in there. Yeah, can't wait to hear you. We're gonna do a Christie's third nipple Oscar watch along. <laughs> <laughs> And it's just dad say, oh, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just take it all the knees off. Yeah. T- told you. Um, right, will I go next? Yep. Um, so I just watched this actually last night. Um, I got it recommended to me by my brother, I think, quite a while ago. Um, and with any recommendations I get from my brother, I always just kind of go, nah, just deal with that later. <laughs> um, so... But I, I put it on, um, and it was really good. It's Lion. Have you heard it? I no. have. Is this... Uh, on you go on. Dev, uh, Dev Patel. So yeah. the guy that uh, was in Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. And quite a lot of other stuff. So it's him, Nicole Kidman. Um, I think they're the main kind yeah, of... Yeah, definitely seen yeah, it. Yeah, main yeah, characters. Yeah, you seen yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's... It's about a so it's a movie adapted from a book. Um, it's about a five-year-old Indian boy um, who. Oh, it's about an Indian family. It's a wee boy and his brother. He's really close to his brother, and they go away playing all the time. And his brother's always there to look after him. Um, and he's they're growing up in the slums, well in the middle of 
well, feels like in the middle of nowhere in India. Yeah. Um, and his brother goes away to work. And when he says he goes away to work, he's going into different trains to hunt underneath the chairs to try and find some money to then take home to his mum and, and so on and so forth. Um, and his little brother's wanting to go along with him just to kind of prove his worth. He goes along with him and he falls asleep. So this is where it kind of starts. Yeah. He, he falls asleep in the middle of a, this, this train station, his brother goes away to work in, he wakes up and he goes looking for his brother and he ends up falling asleep on a train and he gets stuck on this train. And the train travels it's like 16,000 kilometres away to a different, a different country. Uh, bank, I'm, I'm, I can't remember if it's a different country. I, can't remember, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think it is. I, I think mean, it's it's still just state. yeah, different, mm -hmm. different um, coast, yeah, anyway, different border. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. they speak a different language. Yeah. So when he gets off the this train, he's just a completely lost five-year-old wee boy. But the wee yeah, boy that horrific. plays this part is absolutely amazing. He's really, really good at it, um, and he dodges lots of different things going through the kind of slums. There's people. There's um, child snatchers that you kind of see. There's somebody that's kind of grooming them to then potentially go into like a child um, pedophile ring potentially, um, and then he eventually gets taken into, taken in by the police. Mm -hmm. um, they start searching for his mum, still no word, and then he goes put up, put up for adoption. So it then brings you to Australia. Australia, uh, well, uh, not Australia. Um, well, yeah, it's Australia. It's um, what's the island just off the coast? Uh, no Kiwi. Oh, the Tasmania. Uh, Tasmania, Tasmania. That's where. Um, so Kiwi. yeah, the Kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> the fruit. The, 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 what other fruit? <laughs> <laughs> um, so they take them. They take them to uh, this Australian couple living in Kiwi land. <laughs> I've <laughs> <laughs> um, adopted them and they bring them up. So you, you then kind of start following. I think it's about twenty odd years later, mm -hmm. where he's kind of he's long, he's still longing to show his mum that he's alive, to kind of <laughs> to see his brother again. And yeah, he, yeah. But he's trying to remember all these different aspects of um, where he where he was growing up because when you're five, you don't really remember these no. things. I mean, he lived in a small village, so he remembers all the wee ins and outs of that village, but um, he doesn't actually know the name of the village so yeah. he's, he's been saying the name and all this um, and then it, then it kind of starts falling how he's going to figure out how to get back to his village when <laughs> he goes to a party and his mates are kind of saying well we can find the train station we can find out how many stops do, yeah. we, can, we can do this we can do that we can kind of and it just builds and then yeah I won't give too much away there. But I, the, the thing, I think I remember, it's a water tower, isn't it? A water tower, yeah. He, he, remembers, remembers, he remembers a distinct water tower. And he's he, like, a water tower being near the train station, so then uh, they find train station with water towers and they Google map it and stuff. And, yeah, and he's, cool. he's, got mm -hmm. a, he's got a big wall, see like you see on kind of all cop shows, where, they've, where there was one cop that went off the reserve and he's just built a wall for the, all these suspects. Oh yeah, the crazy wall. Yeah, yeah, the crazy wall, yeah. So he's built this crazy wall <laughs> and he's got <laughs> and he's got all these pinholes and there's yeah. thousands, well, hundreds of them and there's no way that he'd be able to uh, go and see all these. So nah. it's it's really good. It's, yeah, no, I mean. And is it true story? It's based on a true story, yeah. yeah so uh, it's, it's a true story. It's got, so it's got the payoff at the end where you see like the real 
people talking. I, I love that. Yeah, and oh, it's like this. Yeah. What it actually looks like. Yeah, and then the. Oh, that's and what he looks like. They're completely similar. <laughs> but no, that's what it is. They've picked a good actor there. Yeah. Oh, definitely. That's what I do. It's him. Yeah. But no, you, you get to boy. see, like, okay, he's, yeah, he's that he's guy. He's not like good looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's like, okay, that guy looks like a guy. He's not yeah. Hollywood. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. Or, or when they show you, they actually made a small cameo. You didn't notice it. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's yeah, in Dark yeah. Waters, uh-huh. I think. <laughs> Pretty sure that would have been nominated for. Oscars and stuff like that. I can't remember how it was released. It seems like something like that, yeah. Uh, I tried <coughs> to watch it so many times, but kept getting the, the foreign version, or like not the subtitles. See at the start? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. But no, it's, it's really good. It's 2017. Bit of a tearjerker, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, aye, yeah. Um, well. I'll be back to you, Daz. Yeah. Yeah. Back to you, Daz. Do another right. Um, well, just a quick shout out. I. Uh, it's just something we've watched before or mentioned before is the guilty. I finally got to see that, yeah. and that was Jake Gyllenhaal. That was amazing. Yeah, good. That yeah, yeah that talk about tear jerkers. That it's was intense, isn't it? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, t- it, t- it takes a lot of twist turns. So you haven't seen it already, like I did, <laughs> and just just watch it. Um, but the other thing I want to say. <laughs> done, done. Did you figure out the twist? Uh, well, yeah. I was give the, there's some things that I kind of weren't adding up but I didn't think it was going to be I, I didn't think it would take the direction that it did I was kind of guessing that it was going to be something obviously not right from the story they were saying but mm. I didn't think it would be for that reason mm. so uh, but um, the real recommendation here is that um, I watched the Chucky show so there was a show following do you watch Chucky? anything but horrors? <laughs> 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 do you just wake up nine o'clock in the morning? I don't, I don't watch <laughs> just horrors, but they seem to be just quite interesting or take more different shapes uh-huh. and forms. What does it tell you about me that I thought initially when he said that it was a Rugrats? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 it might be based do, off him, but no, yeah, so it's based off of the, the Chucky issue. Like, you don't need to have too much prior knowledge of the Chucky movies, but. Essentially, this uh, is following these kind of preteens, young adults. So, what I like about horror is that they can just change different genres. Like Chucky's, like it was a slasher. Then it was like a supernatural element to it, obsessions mm-hmm. and stuff. But now it's just like it's kind of YA, kind of young adult kind of thing. And so, this kid that well, like just jump scares and that's about it. Like well, not just jump scares, but it's more. The characters are well. The first Lawrence they had a really small child, but that was a young adult. But the rest of them have been adult uh, actors and stuff that have had to deal with Chucky. Right. But now it's more kind of like kind of teens and how they deal with it. But it's it's actually pretty good because this main character is he's always different. He's always been bullied. He's always kind of been a bit more outcast. His his mom has died, and he feels quite alone and misjudged in the world and so when Chucky arrives <coughs> and um, like he buys him and stuff like that and then he, the Chucky basically just tries to kind of almost groom him into killing people and tries to say oh this person's terrible all these people do just bully you abuse you everyone's hot it's not kind of it's not as dark as you might think but it's more kind of like Oh, this person has just did a terrible thing to you. Why won't you just kill them? He's like, you know what, Chuck, you have a point. Cause no, 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 no
Well, I'm making it sound like I'm like the rainbows in that there, It's not like school shooter die. He's not gonna come in and just like he's not like got like loads of tattoos and he's really dark and all he does is write in this journal about how horrible yeah, and evil yeah, the world yeah. is and and stuff like that. But it essentially in movies and TV shows it just kind of highlights that if a character does one bad thing you're kind of like oh I wish he would die <laughs> <laughs> and so this is it the TV show essentially yeah. but there's there's twists and turns to it and the more characters that kind of evolve over the time so there's the school kind of rich girl that's mm. quite like bullying and obnoxious and then over time she ends up becoming more nice because she ends up realising that yeah, people are quite mean to her too when she's not uh, looking around. But there is this one part where she does, there's like a Halloween party, and just to be really mean, she knows the main character's coming. And so she dresses as a dead relative of his and then mimics how he died for everyone and everyone's filming it and everything nice. like that. And it's just like, that's an action in a TV show you wish. I wish you'd die, you're a little yeah. brat. Like, yeah. <laughs> And so it's quite kind of unique in its sense that it is not only just a horror kind of TV show that's been done before, but just like you end up kind of saying, you know what, this is how someone might have been convinced by Chucky to do something bad because <laughs> I've never seen it because usually it's just this beacon for good versus the yeah, evil yeah. and it's just like yeah. this Billy outcast has to realise you know so, you, so you don't get the payoff you're looking for because sometimes in, in like thrillers and horrors and that there's yeah. some stupid people you're like oh just go on with it well <laughs> there, there is, there is still plenty of kills minute. but there's over the season you begin to see where it goes too far right and yeah. then that's when you think okay wait a minute I might have been kind of convinced by Chucky or the show to kill, kill people I don't like, mm-hmm. but then it says a character <laughs> I like, and it's like, okay, wait a minute, you've gone too far now, Chucky, we're going to piss into you. <laughs> so, I, I doubt you guys will watch it, but I thought it was just quite, yeah, you're quite right, fun. But it, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty funny as well. It's, there's no one that take itself too seriously. So that's what I was saying, it wasn't too dark either. It's yeah, always yeah, kind of yeah. got a... You've got the slight humour kind of... Ironic uh, tone, yeah. yeah. Right, I'll go for my bad on Netflix. Bad. Uh, it's a show called Sequestered. Two episodes, mm-hmm. but they're both two hours long, which kind of throws you <laughs> off. <laughs> you're you yeah. being busy, have you? Yeah. Just sat down watching nine hours of this, two hours of that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... you got kids. <laughs> what the fuck? Running off at the Beatles. Oh, exactly. <laughs> See the bags under these eyes. So, the concept of this is there was a murder of a governor's son, and and the kind of au pair nanny, the male nanny, uh, is is up for it. And the jury kind of reach a verdict, so they get sequestered to a hotel, like locked off from mm-hmm. from outside world and locked down until they can sort the shit out and come to a decision. So I thought, it's kind of kind of neat, Let, let's go with that. Um, <clears throat> but obviously there's a lot of shit going on and, and out in the outside world, there's people trying to influence the yeah. jury. There's the hotshot lawyer who's got this, like up and coming lawyer who's got this case, this is gonna be his big mm. thing, but his boss is putting pressure on him to do that and quickly move on. Mm-hmm. All this sort of shit's going on. Um, to the, to the point where I think it loses its thread um, 
I liked it because of the, the jury thing element. So you had their, not too many of their background stories, but you did have that because you were thinking, well, who's, be, who's been influenced here? Right. Who's kind of been the dominant one in the room when they're discussing mm -hmm. it? Who's been the, there's that. But just the way it's made, it's one of these kind of like, tries to be too slick for its own good. Mm. The overacting is just fucking so annoying. Um, you know, like somebody who was quiet, for the first half an hour, suddenly freaks out because there's, there's something majorly important to them. Like, Where the fuck have you been? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, and then, and then, the, when the first episode ended, it was like based on this book and this book and this book and this book, and th that kind of answers a lot of questions. It's like, well, you've you've the, you've taken the best bit, yeah. Of that, How and then you've four, you've added that four books at one trial. It's more than four, honestly. Jeez, um, you've added that in. And then you thought, oh, that had a great little twist. Let's put that in, and to the point where you, so do, you don't really, you don't really right. care about anybody. They, they don't take time to, to build up because, yeah, right. yeah, it's that. It, it started all right. Um, didn't didn't do it. No, didn't do it for me. What was it um, called? The jury. S sequestered. Sequestered. Uh, sequestered. Yeah. So stay clear. Stay clear, unless you want to waste four hours of your life. But I mean, this is. It got predictable, like there, w there was deaths in it. Uh, uh, I like a good death. Well, I, I, what I don't like is, is where there's the rule, this person can't die, or no, there's not going to be, no, no, people die. And I thought, okay, uh -huh. yeah, fine. So is the, the trial itself important to the outside world? Yeah, well, it's the governor's son. The governor's so I mean, that's so. like, it's the governor of California, if okay. I got that right, and yeah, so big, big, Frenzy, big news, yeah. it's big news. No. Um, um, stones. But I had no stones. Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger's, yeah. Jeez. Um, that would be a big news. But yeah, but just what's going on on, on the outside, it kind of overtakes the jury element of it. The, the trial kind of, or the decision of the jury kind of just gets overshot by whatever else is going on. You're like, well, it doesn't really matter what they pick because of that. Yeah. And I uh, kind of would have liked it to just be a kind of. Um, Look at the characters of the people in on the jury, mm -hmm. and then how they came to that decision, and and who had the influence in that. If that's done well, it could be really good. Like one yeah. of the things we've talked about before is um, I can't remember what it was called. It was just called Criminal. Oh yeah, yeah, United Kingdom. Yeah, is the tagline. Yeah, Criminal uh -huh. UK or Criminal US, and I think there's been foreign language yeah, ones yeah. as well. So yeah. it's where every episode is just a, basically an interview with. Just what a, a, a witness, individual. Suspect, yeah. a, suspect, a, witness. a suspect. I think we've definitely talked about it before. Right. Um, I think in one of them. So yeah. there have been like a very kind of unique case. It's not always a murder mm. or something like that. Sometimes it's kidnapping, but they're on the clock. They can only hold them for X amount of time. Yeah. Have the evidence. So this is the the top team that gets the evidence out of them. Right. And you only really see the interview room and then the back room and then yeah. the hall. That's pretty much it. Yeah. And it's just written really, really well. And I thought, right. if this is that, that could be really <laughs> We've good. We've talked about that. I think we, we, have, we have before, but... Yeah. I, I, <coughs> think so, I think that's on Netflix as well, is it? Yeah, Or it so. was. You're looking for a bit more 12 Angry Men. I think the... Yeah. It's just, yeah. But oh, watch that then. Don't yeah. watch this. Watch I haven't seen it, but I know it's great. <laughs> but watch yeah. Criminal. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, so a wee bit more light-hearted. This one, <laughs> Encanto. 
and can't always the new Disney movie. No, oh, it's okay. always a new Disney movie. Always, right? a, always a new Disney movie. That's um, a new target recommendation. Oh, exactly. <laughs> Christ, that's what, that's what my life has revolved around <laughs> Disney movies and the next big playlist and Encanto brings the playlist. Well, they've probably got three good songs. But they have been massively, massively on repeat in my house. <laughs> All every room I go into, there's different dance moves that I'm getting brought into. There's the, oh, seriously, I've, I've been every character in this uh, movie. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's very it's very good actually. Um, the big draw for me was Lin Manuel Miranda. He wrote a lot of the music. He done a lot of the uh, editorial and uh, not editorial the the uh, production producer. That. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was producer, and so he, he wrote quite a lot of the music. And you can tell that he's wrote the music because it is just that catchiness. Um, he does. Uh, it's the same as Hamilton. Once you hear the song once, you're wanting to listen to it again. Um, and I do really like that about this. He's um, like a disease. He is a disease. <laughs> because see, anytime I see his name on something, though, I want to watch it. I want to listen to it. <laughs> I'll, never, just I'll never forget this one time, this thing on Twitter, when this kid said, Oh, I'm taking like, history off today at school because I'm going to be with Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh-huh. Which is like, Oh, yeah. A load of crap, like you, you speak crap, and then so it's just saying, like, the limbo is just in with this kid in the middle of the woods, just recording a video saying, Oh, yeah, we're gonna sing a bunch of songs, it's okay, it's all about the history you're t- studying, sends it to the teacher. And so it went final. I was like, What's Limbo Miranda doing with this kid in the forest? <laughs> this question's not being answered, it'd be like a year or two. Don't tarnish him, sounds <laughs> a bit tarnished, uh, right? <laughs> No, no, he was, he was sounds giving like me by a Sounds like the Pied Piper or something like that. Uh. You know, he just sings a tune and suddenly everyone's just falling into the woods. I would, I'd fall into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a siren. Use your hand, mate. Come on, let's go. Let's go and dance in there. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's the good, there's a couple of other good aspects to this movie, right? It's not got a big uh, body. There's no body in the movie. Okay, so it's it's kind of more around, it's just around the family. Right, sorry, I'll give you the backstory. So it's a Colombian family. Um, there's a mother or a grandmother whose husband dies protecting her and her three her triplets. And then she, the spirits give her a magic powers and a magic house. And then every time the kid, uh, any child gets to five or six, they get a special power. So one of the special powers is... She can heal people by eating food. Another special powers they can uh, see time. You can tell the future, and mm. the other one you is can hear from miles away. You can hear from miles away. Very strong. Very strong. Um, yeah. Can speak to animals. Things like that. All the all the regular superpowers that anybody would normally want yeah. to ask for. Except for. <coughs> except for what? No, but except for one person who doesn't. Oh, care. except for one person, yeah. Was, except for one superpower. Yeah. Be more kids. Um, so, flies, there's, so there's two people that don't have superpowers. Yeah. So the grandmother doesn't have a superpower. Oh yeah, but yeah. and the girl, um, the main girl who doesn't have a super who doesn't superpower who doesn't have a power, and um, the big argument is the grandmother doesn't. Well, it's just got a bit of a chip on her 
showed her a wee this wee girl because she didn't actually get a power when so she, she, she was kind of fears that she could be the disruptive force that ends all this yeah into magic yeah. enchantment um so yeah so that's the kind of that's the basis of this my, my problem with it was i, I don't know like you you think like not being a body is a good thing maybe it is but it's just that the whole kind of crux was uh, all they had to do was kiss and make up and that's it so the whole film is just about them it's about yeah making making amends with your family yeah I feel like it's a, a, it's a good it's a film. good kind of thing for yeah, just, uh, for, uh, for uh, your yeah. kids to go along and watch and be like oh okay yeah and be good to have a family fine and yeah and and it, doesn't, like I, it doesn't always have to be like a, a negative thing you know? yeah. I, I yeah. get that and it's like um had a conversation about like uh, on the way to school with somebody and they were like oh the Christmas Poppy. movies no no no, no, no. <laughs> there's the Christmas movies like usually it's always about believing or not so oh. immediately you're introducing this thing that you might not believe in Santa yeah and if you've never seen a film a Christmas movie that has that then you're just going to believe in Santa but as soon as you hear that oh he doesn't believe and yeah. just that question, right? So yeah, I can see why. It does. It does just, squash just, it just give them a break from oh. a, a fucking gargoyle or a fucking yeah. Any. Well, yeah, I, I, I watched Ghostbusters at the weekend. I was like, <laughs> I think a standard film with uh, like the family's captured and she has to realise the power with it was in within her all along, and then she has this cool superpower and saves everyone. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. a superpower yeah, yeah. is so, like, so right. that's in a standard film that everyone else is trapped, and she's the one that has to save it or something. But she kind of saves the family by being the heart of the family, mm -hmm. by kind of seeing the struggles each person's got. So the strongest person, she's got too much on her, she's got too much on her plate, and she kind of sees that she's at breaking point, and she gives her a hug to kind of try and show her that. There's, there's one of the person. sisters who's like beautiful, perfect, perfect, and she's, she really wants to rebel a wee bit. And yeah, and yeah, yeah. so she, so the, so that's kind of her special power of actually seeing them for who they are and believing in them for that type of thing. Um, she's the first Disney lead character to wear glasses. Oh, is that right? Yeah. And the the strong female, it was, it's quite female kind of friendly, mm -hmm. um, because the strong per the strongest, the person that gets the strong um, gift as a female, yeah, and normally right. Disney would have just put a big Herculean guy or, or something like that in mm. there. So I, that kind of, yeah, that ticks the boxes for my female-led household. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. How, how does your female-led household like Moana? Oh, love it. Yeah. Absolutely love it. I Moana's mean, class. Like, Moana's, Moana's mm, right up there, probably. Yeah, it's top five for me. Uh, this doesn't, this doesn't scratch Moana for me. No? Nah. Um, I th I'd put this probably the same level, so Moana for me. Okay. Um, even though it's not got the rock, <laughs> <laughs> but it does bring in Ling Manuel Miranda. So, yeah, yeah. The, the, those are those are two epic additions to any type of Disney movie you want to bring at me. Where are we then? Um, um I, I could say one more if you wanted to complete off your ugly. I do. Okay, no, so. <laughs> <laughs> something for that, that we watched together dad was Captain Phillips yes that's on my kind of like I'll do a quick run through at the end okay. as well but yeah Captain Phillips Captain, Captain Phillips. Phillips was a Great. film that I've seen a couple of times but I'm surprised to see that you yeah, hadn't. Hadn't, hadn't seen it 
And no? so I haven't seen <coughs> that. What's the movie um, where a guy's on like more of a kind of tugboat size ship, right. and the the cover of the DVD is a big huge wave, and he's at the bottom of it just shitting himself. Oh fucking! And it's for me, it's about any early two thousands. Any any. I thought it was Tom Hanks. I thought it was this. Until no. I watched this and he said, no, nah, it's about the fucking Navy and the pipe and... Um, um, Superintendents and stuff, yeah. Was there like, one with Kevin Costner? I think it's post him. Post him? Yeah, after... Yeah, but the, this was kind of very late on in Kevin Costner. It was Kevin Costner and Josh Hartnett and they were... They had to okay. go into Maybe. the middle of a storm and... Oh, I haven't seen this. Oh, but I just thought, you know, uh, I can tell how this film goes and I'm no bad. Um, oh, Captain Phillips. That's, Captain Phillips. That's that's not, oh, completely oh, 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 Captain Phillips. Oh. So basically, it's the Somalian pirates in the yeah. gripping film. We did talk about South Park the though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you seen the South Park Somalian pirates episodes? You would know. Oh, no, no, but I've, I've heard the references. Right. I'm trying to think. But uh, it's just basically one episode that the captain decides to be a pirate and then says, Oh, I'm going to go to one place where pirates still are. Ends up in Somalia, <laughs> but he's quite like swashbuckling. He's got the fancy dress on, and they're all starving and they're like, looking to survive. And he's just like, "Oh, let's get the treasure." <laughs> it's classic. Oh, it's classic yeah. so far. Good but anyway, can't film. It's basically this gripping kind of story of two men, and I quite liked how it's obviously of Tom Hanks, who is the Captain Phillips, and how he goes out on these like months-long <coughs> trips. Uh, and it's that you see the sacrifices he makes. He watches his family grow up when he's not there. And in verses, the oh, what's the main guy's name? I'm forgetting him now. But um, of the of the pirates, and he how he's forced by the warlords to go out there and risk his life to get money, of which none of it he really ever sees. And how he's on this like rinse and repeat cycle of his life. And he's, he just takes this crew and has to rob the the ship that Tom Hanks is on. And this is based <coughs> on true story, and it's it's quite crazy how intense it is. You think, oh, a massive like boat like that size, you're gonna have water room, but it feels tiny mm-hmm. once they're on it. Because they've immediately got the advantage of the guns. The guns, and yeah. Just, and it just increases the size of the ship, like, tenfold. <laughs> yeah. Because you can only hide for so long, and as soon as you're, they've got you, like... Yeah, right. But Tom Hanks is quite... It comes across at the start very by the book, very straight-laced, but then behind, like... And he's, he's quite creative and intuitive to the ways they can outsmart the, the pirates or drip-feed information to people as it goes so you're watching it and you're getting kind of rewarded for pay attention or things he says or picks up mm. and then it's just the tensions just keep on rising yeah. somehow yeah. even amongst the Somali pirate crew themselves and it just I think then there's other people come in and the navy comes in and the seals comes in it's like what are we going to need we're going to need a bomb or something uh, shooting yeah. shoot that scene must have been something else oh, there yeah. was a moment where I just took a step back and thought Fucking hell! Like you've got this little submarine, you got all these boats, you got these helicopters, yeah. you got uh, everything. Like just this is epic. And a lot of it, like there's a. The it, part still, where it still has that kind of like. Uh, still small, again, yeah. Just right back into the small boat. Yeah, yeah. that's where the power is. 
but it's it's very uh-huh. you have to be very careful as well because there's scenes where the helicopter has to fly close to the well like lifeboat to to intentionally yeah. shove it about and stuff like that but they can't just do that all the time because it looks like it would just be wobbling over the whole time so a lot of coordination and hard work went into that film so it, yeah it's, it's pretty it's pretty intense it's intense oh, yeah. it's, 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 it's a bit of a masterpiece like I'm right. it's like yeah. I just yeah really really enjoyed that mm-hmm. Like you, just, you see how these people are just they were just forced to be here nobody wants to be there I think that's the thing as well like nobody actually likes to doing mm. this no I'm sure I got a VO'd joke from your this man's speech for smile he died he <laughs> <laughs> <You> died <laughs> what was the joke <laughs> you may as well say I can't remember I, I just remember that, that it was someone like um, when Kieran started living in the flat, he, he looked like a Somalian pirate. He just described me. Thank you, Leah, for beefing him up. <laughs> See, there's, there's nothing in that. that yeah. There's nothing in that. Okay. Why, <laughs> why, why, why are you a fucking pirate? Why are you just like a fucking Afghan or. Because a Somali pirate. So they were out of the way. What year was that? <laughs> like, that time. was number one that you saw in the Renan day. Well, probably whenever. Well, when was it out? Because I, I got married, what, 2014? Nah, this was probably a wee bit. Well, after the, the, that, probably the real like events happened. 2013. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Just watch that. Did but you yeah, just start, Just cinema. watch that and then that just start writing your speech. That was one of the biggest memes at the time there. Look at me. I am the captain now. Uh-huh. That was one of the biggest, like... Oh, I didn't care what a meme was in 2013. <laughs> Tarek was coming to the audience thinking, I might have called Kieran a Somalian pirate. Well, he texted you. Take some picture of it during the meeting. <laughs> you were in the swamp. <laughs> <laughs> I, t- I got vetoed. Yeah, weird. Well, there's a couple others that should have. <laughs> Thank you, Graham. <laughs> <laughs> right. Do you want the ugly from Netflix over the se- over the holiday Can't season? Wait, stay close. Yeah. I, I watched that as well. Yes. Oh, thank you. And yeah, well, I'm, I feel, I'm with I feel you with it. it. So, stay close. It was is adapted from a book by Harlan Coben. Uh, he is fucking all over the place just now. Every fucking book he's written seems to be made in a Netflix series now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he seems to just put twists in for the sake of it. This is fucking majorly overwritten. I, I, t- t- oh, to the point where you lose interest. You, you lose interest in people. You don't really care about whether they live or die. Mm-hmm. Um, the main female character. I mean, I just couldn't. Uh, I couldn't never once warned to her. I never. No. I, I said as soon as after the first couple of episodes we watched, I said to her, "I just don't like her." She's just the the after got rid of her. Maybe. So how 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 would you describe it? There's is a oh, there's a, se- a series of of guys who have went missing, but that's not even how it starts. You only find out about that later on. But basically, there's, there's like it's, it looks like there's a serial killer on the loose, oh, okay. um, and then there's a suburban mum who seems to have lived a past <laughs> life, and this is tied to one of these early ones. Um, but what they do is. They leave you with little hints that that person could be the killer, mm-hmm. or that person could be the killer, or that person could be the killer. There's no of this killer. One. No, there's nah, a killer, but the same. killer's the only fucking person that they didn't point to. Uh, I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got I, it. I got it. I think two or three episodes 
I, the end. I got it. I um, got it um, halfway through episode four. So there's eight episodes. Right. Halfway through episode four, I went. Do you know? Do you know when they're um, they're sitting like the the cop in these? So the cop uh, is played by <laughs> James Nesbitt. J- James Nesbitt, right? He's an animal. He has. Um, yeah. He's he, he's, he's mar- been a cop and he's like, he's, he's been married and divorced to his his partner, right? He has previously <laughs> had a relationship with. I'll no spoil it, but uh, someone crucial to to the, yeah. to the case, and <laughs> and the original. So this is what it was. There, there's, he was a, a cop on the case of the original guy to go missing, like sixteen years ago, um, and he's so always kind of held it. Back, he's yeah. also shacked up with his missus. You know, like, see, you see these shows where people uh-huh. have these dark secrets and they always come out at the end of it. I think there's too too many of those shows because now they're all trying to one up each other. That's, that's like it. five or ten dark secrets there. Oh, oh but, that's not even half every, of it. But every yeah. episode, well, that's the reason. It's Netflix. They need a dark secret to be released every single episode. But do they yeah. though? Yeah, because it keeps, it keeps but no, that's what I'm saying. people if engaged. If you keep doing stuff like this, like shows like The Stranger, and then there's like five shows since then, they all have to watch each other. So see the scene and with James Nesbitt. So there's competition with each other for the people's attention. It's like, oh, this person's the worst person ever. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, he can get the fuck. Coben can get the fuck. Don't waste your time on it. Um, As he loves ev- his books. Even at the end of it, they were like, "Well, what's go- what's going to happen?" Like, there's like there's one scene that I was kept in my mind. Yeah. How are they going to resolve that? How are they going to resolve that? The car. I was and thinking then that. They, and then he did, and then it's like, that's so. It's just, it's just everything's just seemed to be tied up too nicely, and uh, they were just like, right. So, how did how did so they? We'll, we'll add that scene in in this episode mm-hmm. because we've got this to resolve it in this episode so we'll just so we'll be able to and they've just done that all the way through it it's just kind of, this is this stop, this will get added stop, there stop, stop, because stop, we've got stop, this stop, that, yeah. that'll add there because we've got this that'll add there because we've got this but to do that and nobody nobody's acting like a normal person during this because they, not, yeah, because they, they're, they've, they've got to go and oh, tie up this loose end mm-hmm. like see where the fucking. The <laughs> right, so what's the, there's, the, there's a safe house situation. What about that? So, what about the two murderers? It's a scream thing. Don't and don't <laughs> necessarily. Right, wait. I'll get back to that. Right. Well, there's, there's a safe house situation, right? Because kids are affected. Okay. Right, so as a parent, your kids are affected. You're in a safe house. Surely you want one priority from then on. From then on, kids, yeah. it's just to stay with the kids. Movie or no, 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 leave the house as soon as you can. No way. Leave the house and go and fucking stand on a beach, and then the police see some guy walking along the beach and having a cop. They do nothing, I and don't. then she gets you in a okay? car, and then she fucks off. Or get to f- no yeah. fucking. I think that's that. what kind of you're referring to. A lot of that is you have an ending, and then you try to work to it, and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. So she needs to be somewhere else. Screw that safe house situation right now. Yeah. She's got to be somewhere. These, these calls uh, like, like oh, I've got, I've got um, news to tell you. Meet me here at this time. Okay, so I'll just abandon my kids. Yeah. That I've cared about. Like, blah, blah. Yeah. The, two, so, the two killers. So there's a, there's a, like a hired... Um, hired assassins. Hired assassins that are a, a young couple. Yeah. And um, they, they seem to like, like be dressed for like a 50s croquet game and a garden yeah. and, and they do like is a, a Cluedo dancing yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 yeah. Uh, thespians so there's there's a wee bit of the backstory where it shows them working on well they're acting on a stage she's off the stage she kills somebody and then they meet, she, their she eyes kill, meet she kills the it. main she, she's the understudy yeah so she's oh, understudy so and then <laughs> classic then their eyes meet and then that's it they're world class assassins 
Yeah, there's a twinkle. So, yeah, so. Oh, so when you say you figured out the killer, was it the lack of sus thrown onto them? Partly, no. There was one line. Was, that was for, like for me. There 16, was one line. Uh, they said that. Um, well, it was obvious that the collar had to be there for sixteen years or the whole whole duration. Uh, that's a good and point. then um, from that, I just kind of noticed that it's they're all all the suspects are male. There's only like three female. Well, hey, do, do you want to right. just give it away? Oh fuck it! Right, spoilers the, warning. Right, spoiler right, warning. If you really still want to care about this, stay close on Netflix. Watch it. No, 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 watch it. <laughs> and and you don't want to find out who the killer is, stop listening now. For 30 seconds. Right. So I guess, so James Nesbitt and his partner are outside the car, it's halfway through season, uh, episode four, mm. and they're saying all these guys were kind of like dickheads as well. Guys, uh, and And they all kind of like hated, like, previous against women. Mm-hmm. So far, it's a woman killer. And she was the only person who, like you say, was there, and she had kind of access to these girls, girl, access to strippers and, and that, who mm. are so the type of people who would get. I was all around that one, the one place, the one place. So I was either her or, her or the bald, bald-headed guy, or the other guy that was potentially. No, I was never going to be the photographer because he was too in. It, he was he in was it too much. Yeah. They, uh, they needed somebody to be. Sh- they needed to have a shocking result at the end yeah. of this, yeah. and the only shocking result was going to be her. Yeah, yeah. The the I thought the I thought the, the, the girl and the couple, the ginger hair and the ginger hair uh, cop who was sus, were her kids. I thought that was I the only that, thing. I said, um, I bet yeah, that's his daughter. His daughter. <laughs> I thought the the ginger haired cop. And the ginger-haired kid, I thought they were going to be related. Related? I thought it would be ah. brother and sister. No, well, I thought. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I said that to with, you, yeah. with the mum at the top. Ah. Mm-hmm. Bet, bet they had that written down someplace. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. 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 But yeah, um, I reckon we could write a better, the better show. Yeah, as someone has seen like a lot of kind of criminal, criminal minds, mentalists, those kind of shows where mm. it's like, I've seen every kind of which way. I, uh, an investigation can go and, and, I can guess what it's going to be right, no more spoilers from now on but the yeah. the thing is that I hate about it is you're not enjoying it no you're not enjoying it for what it is you're only trying to like oh the second guess them all the time mm. you know mm. put something together like you're not really thinking oh that's a good performance or or that's like a really good moment or like you're not bothered about that and so everything that doesn't lead you to what is just annoying uh, but it I, gets annoying yeah it's not just just like who it is I feel it's always like how how is that or you know, you're, you're, you delve into like a side card just like well how is that possible you get hung up on something yeah and it's like it's impossible it winds, it winds yeah. me up with uh, all of these things uh, I, 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 I do I, like I, looking for looking for the, the those little clues but see when it's just so drip fed fed to you, mm-hmm. you you want a wee bit of mystery in it and this one just didn't give you a, a yeah. See, when yeah. I'm watching, I watch a lot of this stuff with Leah. Yeah. Um, like, just crime dramas. And I think the best ones are where you find out who the killer is right from the start. So it's more about a character yeah. driven thing. Yeah. Uh, there was one um, where Gillian Anderson was in it. And, and there was uh, a serial killer. Was I can't remember what it was called. It was set in Northern Ireland. Uh, yeah, had the Irish guy in it. Yeah, he, he was. Um, no. He he was the guy who was in uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Grey. No yeah. one. Oh, what's his name? But Christian. No. At least, at least, uh, 
at least he was like known from the start. Mm. So it's more about how are the police going to catch him. Yeah. I kind of like they ones better <laughs> well, than this felt dead like the other one, the stranger. Well, it was it was just copy enough, and paste. Funnily enough, who, uh, who wrote that? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, the one yeah. that I kind of heard a lot of chatter about. But then I hadn't seen it. But it's like I'm guessing that from what I heard it's just about this person somehow knowing all these secrets about people, and it's just a, reminds me of like Jigsaw, where it's like. How does this guy, one guy who's a cancer patient on his deathbed, happen to know what everybody was doing at all these points in time? And get, all right. I understand he got some accomplices to bring them in, but it's like, yeah. how do you post this one where it's like his next door neighbor uh, like, smothered a baby accidentally at night, but then blamed it on the husband and framed him? Like, yeah, like, did I see I, that? What was that in? It was on so. Jigsaw. Oh right, okay, no, no. So it's no, the no, most no. terrible one, but right. it's like he didn't see it. How could he possibly have known that? Oh, but yeah. it seems yeah. like the strangers yeah. were like, "How could this person possibly know all of these things at once?" Yeah, yeah. There was one decent one I saw on on Netflix, uh, Baptiste, but it's a BBC one, so, and it, I think it's it's been taken off Netflix, mm-hmm. and I think it's because it's going to go onto like BritBox or iPlayer or something. Yeah. Right. BBC are kind of consolidating. I, these I sort quite of like the. BBC three parters and stuff like that. The yeah, same more yeah. See the likes of Broadchurch and things like that. That that was good. I like yeah, that. Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was quite engaging. So Baptiste is, is is to deal with like human trafficking and prostitution. It's set in uh, Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. It's kind of got this European element. Right. That mm-hmm. did you ever see the one good. on Sky One with uh, oh, the guy for the Walking Dead? What guy for the Walking Dead? Uh, uh, first couple of seasons and then he's just left. Um, oh, see, can you see me? It's about his daughter <laughs> um, goes missing, and uh, his name's Lenny. He's wears a big yellow jacket. Mm. Oh Christ! Oh yeah, it's um, a sky. It's a sky one. Sky one, yeah. Um, that was that was quite good. That I, was I, horrific. I watched the first. I watched the first season. Grimm's in it. Yes, he, he plays, uh, he's the paedophile. And then the well the. What's it called? He's well. He's no longer a pedophile. He's done his well, time. He's, he's kind of reformed. reformed he has and then to he goes kind back of to go back in to try and find this one person. Can you see me? Save me. Save me. Save me. Save me. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's no, that's that's really good. Yeah. Um, right. I'll so just rip through my other ends. Um, this is kind of what should we say off piste. <laughs> Fourteen Peaks. I've been wanting to see that. that. I was wanting it's to watch it. Watch that. Uh, after like my fucking like. You, said that before dances yeah, yeah. are you're going to like that watch the light the next night mm. so it follows a mountaineer from Nepal com, called Nimsdai he sets out to summit 14 of the world's uh, 8,000 metre peaks in 7 months breaking all sorts of stupid records um, it's it's unbelievable what he's good at is as well is kind of like putting himself out there self promotion getting the hype going he uses guys from Nepal to do it and gives right. them all the props all the times because so, I, I thought you he was like a, shir- uh, is it a Sherpa? Sherpa? Sherpa. Yeah. I thought he was a Sherpa before and then he got many times yeah, and yeah, does this. I can't remember, maybe he was, uh. yeah. But he's like, he's unbelievable. He's a total yeah. dude. Yeah, like the, the stuff that he's able to endure oh, and the mental fortitude he's got. Um, the stories he's got as well as the people he saves like he puts his life at risk multiple times to save other people that he just finds on the mountain mm-hmm. tripping out 
Because once cause you, you get hour, delirious, yeah. yeah, you just like really, really good. Um, no, guess, tell us too much about it. Because I thought it got a bit samey because like oh another moment, another moment. Another oh, it's fourteen peaks. You're yeah, going to be yeah. yeah. But it's uh, yeah, it's only it's a th- no one half long or something like that. Right. Definitely worth it. Really, really good. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, best Christmas film I've seen over the thing. I've watched it twice. It was close. Not going to go on too much about a Christmas movie because this is January now. But close. It was on Netflix. Oh my god. Yeah, we watched it. Watch it. Uh, uh, well, I say the kids watched it, and I was just running about ten <laughs> random oh, things. It's, so it didn't I really get that. a good. <coughs> what a treat was that was. Was it the kind of the making of Santa? Yeah, it was. It was basically a yeah. Santa origin story. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it seems obvious when the things go close, but it kind of wasn't about that to start with. It's about this annoying little rich kid who gets sent this outpost to to set up a well to get taught a lesson Bar, for being a little yeah. spoiled brat, mm-hmm. and then you end up really liking him, and yeah, and he, yeah, no, really, really, really good. Um, just looks good as well. The Unforgivable, and he's watched that on Netflix. Sandra Bullock. Nah. She plays someone who's just come out of jail for a violent uh, crime, and and everybody kind of knows, or she tells, like she confines in one person what 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 the crime was, and it gets out, and she just gets treated like absolute shit. But what she's hanging on to, the only thing she's really got is that her younger sister. Uh, is still kicking about somewhere. She's been taking her care. She wants to kind of re- reunite with her. Mm. Uh, it's good. No, it's good. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, 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 it's pretty <coughs> decent in the last couple of films. To be fair, there was that one where the blind. Well, everybody. If you looked at the scary thing, then you you died instantly. Was, was that the bird, ring? Bird, 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 bird oh. box. That was it. All right. I thought it was alright. Uh, yeah, she's good in this. I yeah. like her. Um, and it goes on for more than two hours, I'll warn you, but it doesn't feel like that. kind of ticks along quite nicely. Um, do you remember um, CSI Criminal Intent? That was like the CSI, it was more about the, the mind games rather than the fucking Jeez, fancy... So you can't like Criminal Minds. No, it wasn't, maybe it wasn't a CSI, it was um, law, and, law and Order? Maybe it was a, a Law and Order. Stuff, yeah. I think it was a Law and Order oh. one. But Vincent Donforno or something like that, he's in it. Anyway. He's good. Yeah, he's good. And I also watched Squid Game in Succession, but we can't talk about them. But definitely we'll talk about nah. it. Uh, I've fully talked about both on, on the podcast before, but... but I've, not, I've not finished Squid Game. Okay. I've finished Succession. So, yeah, I'm definitely up for talking about that on the next episode. The thing is, it's dangerous because people, people are not watching it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, so... All I can say is... If you've not watched it, I guess Succession it's is just one. fucking amazing. Start it now. Just forget everything that we've said <laughs> the last time. <laughs> yeah. Just start watching Succession. That, that, that was my plan for when, as soon as it came off, it was like, finishing Succession. <laughs> and I do it every single time. You see, when you get a TV show that you pure love and you finish it, mm-hmm. you've got to You're idea. fucking raging that <laughs> you finished it because you just want to go back and just yeah. watch it again and be that kind of virgin to every episode yeah and you just kind of uh, but yeah the succession beautiful yeah it's uh, amazing it's just amazing okay 
Right, we, we better move on because this is taking up some time. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Next oh. is City of God because yeah, because we need a break now <laughs> before we uh, pee our pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Lil Z was winning the respect of residents. Benny was winning Angelica's heart. As for me, I was still a virgin, single, and broke. <laughs> Trust the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome City of God into the crusty third nipple review stage of the podcast. So, City of God was released on the 8th of November 2002. Wow. So, yeah, good while though. Almost 20 yeah, years. Almost well, 10. Yeah, 20 years and a couple of months. So. Mm. Living. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, past maths there from me. Um, so, when it was released, it was the UK's number one uh, movie was 28 Days Later. Oh, great movie. Spoke about that before. Well, I have spoken about that before. I definitely went to pictures to see that as well. Uh-huh. And then the US. Palms are sweary, knees weak, arms are heavy. I think Massive. I watched that. No, did I watch that recently or just the compilation of the, the battles? YouTube algorithm that's a permanent mainstay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eight all rap battles. Yeah, fuck <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, everyone's put their hands up yeah. and down. You just did, did, you, <laughs> did, did you watch a Snoop Dogg video? Recommend Eat My Own Battles. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, Eat My Own is a fucking movie, like. Right? I love that. It is what it is. Did it use to. I, I, I like it, up. don't get me wrong, but there's just bits in the middle of it, like, come on, let's get to the battle already. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, there was build-ups. Yeah. There was beefs. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. Plenty of beefing going on. <laughs> right. Um, so the song was underneath it all, no doubt. Uh, quickly dropped off by Eminem. Was it, yeah? Uh, underneath so. it all? I, I, I kind of <laughs> think of that. I, I see, even when I read it, I was thinking, I thought I, I, thought I knew it, but... Uh. I didn't know, I th- the song that I was singing wasn't No Doubt, or I didn't feel like it was No Doubt anyway. What, just there? <coughs> <laughs> I've got a th- uh, dodgy throat just now, so that's all I'm not singing. Uh, uh, just rapping. Just dropping bars. Um, so yeah, that's where we were at with the City of God. I didn't, didn't do like, news or anything. That's fine, that's fine. It, made, it's, it was made with or about three and a half 
million dollars. Yes. And it made about 30. It's good. Ching ching. Yeah. yeah. Not too bad. Christ. I'll, I'll say no, I, went, I watched the, there's a Netflix documentary, uh, 10 years. You see yeah, it? I watched that as well. Uh, and yeah, not a lot of money made its way to the, the definitely office. not. <laughs> Let's put it that way. A lot of my kind of like trivia stuff and that will come from that. But um, well, yeah, a lot. Of, well, I think we all must have got that from the trivia that a lot of the actors were actually from favelas and yeah, yeah. They weren't actually actors. There was only one person that was an actual actor that was in it. Is that Carrot? Yeah, I think so. Um. Yeah, I think it was Carrot that was there. He just stuck out like a sore thumb anyway, so it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, fucking Carrot. Uh, <laughs> not as much as... Uh, there's there's another one who we dubbed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's Tim, done your Tim, own dubbing. Ginger Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Ginger Chalamet. Ginger Chalamet. So the he's the playboy. The guy at the beach with the girl originally. Oh, right. Drug addiction. And when he, when he, he tells him to kind of go in the... Yeah. Background in the background, and then he just like cycles about for drugs from there. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, he's Ginger Shalami. Ginger Shalami. <laughs> if this is like made into a US film, Timothy Shalami's playing it, nailed on. <laughs> give them money now. I had to look him up at one point. I was like, what is this some like spawn of Shalami? <laughs> 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 time travel shenanigans here. They could have been kicking about in Brazil, yeah. Um. Having seen, yeah, having seen Beautiful uh, Boy, Beautiful Boy, and then Don't Look Up, it's like, yeah. this, this guy is him. <laughs> it is funny because there's a bit where he's like, kind of, you know, itching himself and he's selling stuff to the drugs. I'm like, it's just an alternate take of Beautiful Boy. Yeah, yeah. Like, this is just yeah. like, this is the Brazilian. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they made a film about it. Right, um, before we go on, have you guys seen the trailer of this film? Uh, no, no right, I don't so think so. What, what we'll do here is I'll play the trailer, right? And right. then I just kind of want to make a point with it. It's so different than what yeah, the film what is. The f- Aye. Right. Here. So uh, is this an Americanized trailer? Is it yes. to bring the audience right, in? Right, here right, we okay. go. Nominated for four Academy Awards, including Best Director and Best Adapted Screenplay. Rio de Janeiro, The Beach, The Nightlife, the romance, but 15 miles from paradise is a place called the City of God. A place where one man must infiltrate a war between two crime lords to tell a story the world needs to know. What the actual fuck? <laughs> <laughs> that was the most ridiculous sort of kind of like I was just action nineties. when there's no action stuff there. It's they had all these Brazilian carnival stories, but the story isn't all about Brazil. You don't even yeah. see a carnival in yeah. the fucking movie. No. Yeah, that trailer. It's like Amazing Ronaldo with his fucking little French his nineties on scoring fucking goals in the World Cup final. It's God. Uh, someone's someone's that, trying to sell you like 
done the kind of buff here with this kind of presentation of the film. It seems like right at the start, it's like uh, 15 miles away from paradise. Uh, all this tragedy happened. It seems like one of those tragedy movies where there's like a big massive tsunami or they're on a boat uh-huh. and everyone capsizes. It seems like that kind of. I think it was like the beach. When when yeah. that was released, well, Leo did uh, Leo DiCaprio. It feels like that. They were just kind of totally umping yeah. it up, and I don't. Uh, I had, we spoke off earlier, and it had major <laughs> Boondock Satan vibes, where that kind of earned that sort of trailer. Where it was, it didn't take itself seriously. Yeah. This film is completely fucking different. It's just different. Yeah. I'm not saying it's good or it's bad. It's just different. Right. Like, that, that, that sanctioned yeah. that trailer. Somebody needs to go. Slap them. <laughs> <laughs> go back all for the years and slap oh them. My. That's why. No, slap them, no. They, yeah. they deserve to get slapped. Somebody deserves to walk up to them in the middle of the street. Just slap them. You just go, that's for the fucking trailer for yeah. City of God, you prick. A quick aside about Big Dog Seats, I watched this video with. Um, oh, it's like. Um, oh, God, I got my blank. Uh, the guy who plays the detective in it, I forgot his name. Um the four, yeah, but all his roles. And he says that's one of the most ones he gets approached about the most. The most, yeah. yeah. Even more like, than Doc Ock or something like that, yeah. Well, got, he gets that, like the kids, but he sees a man over a certain age <laughs> and he's walking directly towards him. It's with Doc's head. And there was a firefight! <laughs> <laughs> well, not many people do actually just deck it in front of them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so back yeah. on to Save God. That's yeah. why I'm glad an American. Uh-huh director didn't make this movie oh, that's yeah. why I'm glad there isn't an American actor or mm-hmm. anyone of note yeah. in this movie fucking hell what, what would they have made it they would have made it Wolf of Wall Street or the main characters like this action so undercover like an Argo or something like that and he's yeah you know what I mean like he's got to be an agent to sneak in 2002 years you're thinking uh, the actors around that time Keanu Reeves was probably kicking about doing uh Speed. No, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking like, um, no, who's, who's, your, who's, your, who's your Batman just now? What's his name? Oh, Pattinson. Oh, before that. Affleck. Affleck, yeah, that's, that's, that's a guy. I'm He's an Argo, I think. Yeah. yeah, that's like, that's who I'm thinking would be in a movie like this, mm. jumping about, fucking, yeah. looking, looking very hot and shit. Yeah, it's Young Will Smith. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> let's, let's, let's not as talk as about what it's not. Let's talk about what it is. Yeah. Right. We'll do it justice. Oh, uh, do you? I take, was that the first time you've seen it? It's the first time I've seen it. Yeah. And I think it might have been on that big list of the hundred movies you got watched or mm. something like that when we first talked about it. Oh, we did that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. need to refresh the leaderboard because. But uh, that that film. The, the, some, someone beat stealth. Yeah. Uh, Craig's. Uh, Max's girlfriend. Oh right! Oh yeah, wow. so she did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we want her on the podcast as soon as possible as well. As soon as it's physically able to be, if she's over here. Well, what she's on. Zoom? Well, we can do Zoom. We have the technology. <laughs> <laughs> and the Elvergrees. <laughs> um, so, for me, first time watching this was with Yukian uh-huh. and G. Back when we first, I'd probably say this is probably one of the first movies we started watching when we moved into the gaff. So, was, we, was this in the this gaff? Was, this was in the gaff, wow. definitely. I'm glad you said This was, this was that. Where, um, when we thought we were, we were cool and hip, and we would do a, a monthly shop and we would buy a different type of soup each. 
You're the big soups here, not the tins, but the, the, the ones that are in the fridge, like the kind of like ten and a half size. <laughs> okay. And we'd yeah. buy a month's worth of shopping which would last a day. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then that would be it. But yeah, that we, was what we had plans. But yes, oh God, that brings it all back. Yeah, definitely, and definitely calf when I first watched this and loved it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, what, definitely. So how long ago? So it was two thousand two. So pretty much then, wasn't it? Really? Uh-huh. When did I moved in to the calf during my first year of uni, which was. 2002, 2002, 2002, 2003, yeah, so probably when I hit DVDs then, so 8th of November 2002, wow, that was good, like, that's that, next is Darren's now legendary seven word synopsis, go for it, I'll always check the count, okay, synopsis for Say God is how a chicken caused the gang war. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Like the, there wasn't, as we've said, a major like cast back backstory with this, but there's yeah. kind of the girl who plays. Um, oh fuck! What's her name? I just said it. Angelina. Uh, Angelique. No, Angelique. Angelique. She she went on to make movies. Um, US based English movies. Uh, Knock Up Ned went on to make a, a couple of things and the, he went on to do, like, he was a musician. Aye. Uh, he performed at the 2012 Olympics closing ceremony Aye. because it went to Rio after that. So I think I was kind of part of the yeah, ceremony. The handover. Handover. Um, and yeah. so did the, the oldest run? He done some like Brazilian TV shows and stuff like that. Yeah, the guy with the long hair. Yeah, yeah. Do you know who else did as well? Um, let me get this right. Yeah, Lil Dice actor. Right. Yeah. Went on to to do um, when they made City of Men series. Mm-hmm. He he was in that. He was in that. Was that the the child or the adult? the child actor? The child. The child actor who played Lil Dice. Lil Dice for Lil Z. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's mad to think that these guys were not actors. I know. It's so see, watching this movie mm-hmm. and then knowing. Because when I first watched it, there was never any doubt in my mind that they were not actors. Mm-hmm. And not just kind of brought off the street, right, we'll train you how to, how to do this. I'm guessing they didn't get much training with three million um, in the bank to kind of I make think it went thing. on for a while though. I think it, would, like, it, took, it took the best part Aye. of a year. Aye. Um, and then to know that they were they were just kind of done that, it's just... <laughs> so, uh, it definitely adds amazing. a lot of authenticity when it comes on the screen. Not only just to, to know how to kind of, not saying they're in gangs or whatever, but know how to feel kind of comfortable with each other and uh-huh. you with like nobody the runts. Yeah, they're just characters, mostly just hanging around, just ha- like having a laugh with each other, like and like just being a group of like kind of menaces. So I got major like uh, Spielberg vibes, like Goonies and um, stuff like that. Rugrats, you know, when it's just it's chaos. Talking about not Rugrats again. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, I can't remember. You sure it's not the, the Alfalfa and the rest of the human women haters club. <laughs> 
alfalfa. Yeah, the one with the hair that is picked right up. Yeah, I think you're not talking about Rugrats. No, 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 the ITV one. What was that? I don't know. You're on about Spielberg? No, no, no. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just saying, I'm just saying this is another maybe about kids that are just messing. Right, right, okay. Uh, no, I was, um, I see the, the whole um, chaos, everybody's speaking over each other. Yeah. It's like, oh man, and then, and then, and then. it's like there's something happening. You've got, I've got major that vibes of, yeah, just. How do you uh, direct that? How do you say yeah. this is your line when you're just saying you're just saying to people? But I think this is happening yeah. and just go for it. I see. See what this is it very the, realistic. Though? What the whole feel of the movie does feel like it's it's not so much a movie as a documentary. Yeah. I kind of I think the dialogue would be more like just right. This is you. This is your life. Just you guys go about. You've probably seen these people. Just pretend that you're them. Yeah. Or, well, not even don't you pretend that you are. Just, just be yourself, because if if you don't do that, then you're not going to get the, those types of. I think they got technical pointers about where to be and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, But there was a scene like even um, this might seem like very, very fucking minuscule, but see the one where Lil Z breaks into Blackie's apartment oh, mm-hmm. and takes over. So there's a knock at the door. Uh, Blackie immediately goes and picks up his gun, and at that point, Rocket's in there. And Rocket's kind of in between Blackie and and in the door, yeah. And then he's got to kind of push him all the way. Like technically, that's not great. You would think that, but it's just realistic. It's just yeah, he's in the way, so I'm just going to move him aside. Like to move an actor out of the way so I can go and do something is not is not desirable. No good framing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in this, it's just like of course he would do that. Of course he would do that. Yeah. It's just, it's just, no, and you wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't be anywhere else. You wouldn't say that like, you have to be there to, does, like, to make that. It does kind of feel like a documentary, but like, there is a lot mm. of things like the the slight narration or the jumping back and forth time that does ah. aid the film. But it, it, it like, it, then it's just kind of like it's almost like this shortage of clips that someone's edited together rather than oh. a full blown movie. But it, yeah, there's a the lot of strengths in this film with like. I, I don't know how they got some of these kind of performances out of these people. Like, it seems very genuine, and I don't know if they are from around there or something like that. Maybe we can draw from stories or life's experiences uh, or something like I that. Mean, but yeah, I'm going to jump to my best scene. <laughs> well, wait, no, oh, wait. I, I, I've got. Oh, I've got sorry, I've, yeah, I've got a wee bit to go. Right? So no. there's there's no um, credits, opening credits with actors. Because there's there's no actors worth not. Yeah. You're not putting like fucking uh, Brad Pitt, <laughs> yeah. George Clooney. Tom there's no, there's no uh, that. Um, so you don't you don't really take that in. But what, what, when I've seen no. that written down, it's like yeah, of course there's no opening credits for the actors. Do they have the directors? Oh, it just it just did like here's pictures of the people we can have photographs of, and there's a clip from Knock at Ned when he got uh, he's in the hospital. Saying, oh, the police will come after me. And there's just stuff like that. There would be the name of someone, there's no picture of them. Of the, do you mean uh, later on? Or do you mean the, the closing credits? Opening? No, I mean like the closing ones. Oh, right. no, I mean oh. the opening ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's no like actor credits and opening credits. Um, on, on the directors, for oh, going to fucking murder this, but <laughs> for, <laughs> Fernando Morelles and Katia Kunt, they um, went on to create. Katia who? City of Men TV series <laughs> and City of Men movie. 
they share some of the actors from City of God. Fernando, Mr. Fernando, went on to do Concert Gardener, uh, Blindness 360. Uh, so. Uh, more like English speaking uh, movies. Right, let's talk about awards, right? So, this came out in 2002, but it didn't make the Oscars. Uh, ceremony till 2004 mm. right okay <laughs> it was nominated for four best director adapted screenplay film editing and cinematography uh, it lost out to three of them for Return of the Rings uh, Return of the Rings uh, Return of the Rings Return of the Rings well yeah it's a hard film to go against isn't it ah it's a fun yeah no but so that's best director Peter that's Jackson. That's not fair to be honest, because that wasn't everything. at the year that actually got released. If it was in 2002, what would that would have been again? And to yeah. be fair, that was uh, it was the same thing. What other things? Let's be honest. I mean, no, it's just a big crescendo. Though, at least it's kind of uh, yeah. The third one is always the but they'd the already won loads of awards for every other one. The first, the second, and it just seems to make a yeah. huge ah. drop of quality in the third one, though. Like, yeah, but it's, it does. I, I would never go back. Well, sorry, I, I don't, don't want to say never because I probably will go back and watch it. But I would be less likely to go back and watch Lord of the Rings than yeah. I am to go City back God. and watch this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and cinematography yeah, well, was won by Master and Commander of the Far Side of the World. Well, that was um, Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, yeah. but Russell Boyd won. <laughs> The, the, the Oscar because he was the cinematographer yeah, yeah. Uh, it wasn't even nominated for best foreign language film um, <laughs> these are the films that won it that right, were, okay. were nominated uh, tell me if you've heard of any of these <laughs> Barbarian Invasions no no that won it Evil no. Twilight no Twilight Samurai no. Twin Sisters and Zellery Zellery Twin Sisters no <laughs> it did win Best Editing at the 2003 BAFTAs but lost out to Best Foreign Language Film to Talk to Her which was like a French thing what the well I guess it's always French or Italian things mm. that get there's more snobby the more kind of the kind of in the yeah. film scene they ride a lot higher in cans don't they so maybe yeah, can't got be in French you think so yeah yeah well yeah. they'd be more yeah. kind of pushed because that's where I've said I think this is this is Hands this down. is going to last longer than any of them. Yeah. Even even Lord of the Rings, <laughs> or Lord of the Kings, or what the fuck I said. <laughs> Return of the Rings. Return of the Rings. That's just uh, a bad Return of the Rings. That's a bad proposal. <laughs> yeah. Return of the Rings. <laughs> Tail between the legs. Yeah. <laughs> Money back, please. Did you say no? <laughs> Fucking obvious, man. <laughs> right, let's do it. We're going to go through our usual categories, starting with Targi. We're itching to say, what's your best scene? Sorry, well, it was just because we were just kind of talking about how it was so authentic and kind of getting those types of scenes for these characters. Um, actually, it's not even the scene that I was thinking. Fuck. Right. Sorry. So what were you thinking? So, so, so no, no, no. Because that's last one. Okay. Doesn't matter. Best scene. So mine was when they were hiding up the trees. Mm. Okay. Mm. So they're hiding up the trees, and then they jump down, and then he's walking to go to the church. 
and then the cops come around the corner and yeah. just because he's just walking so casually and continues walking he just shoots the guy behind him the cops just shoot the guy yeah, behind him because the other guys because the, the, yeah. the cops come around the corner and then he's just uh, the actual I can't remember who it is that's walking towards it's the uh, guy that's Clipper yeah. Clipper yeah you so Clipper's walking again, towards the yeah. camera and then the other boy takes off just a random person cops shoot him he's carrying like a book <coughs> excuse me and wearing glasses exactly he's just like yeah. nobody he, he, but he's but n- he's not just in what like he just seems like further removed from a potential suspect than the guy who they just <laughs> yeah. it. it's like but, what the fuck but, yeah. but the cops <laughs> just shoot him kill him and then um, as right after it they're like well um I don't think that the, the one cop says to him, I don't think this is the guy's. He's like, well, we'll just make him be. Yeah. And then they just they put a gun in his hand. Yeah, the corruption is So that just shows horrible, the, yeah. Yeah, the, shows the, the building, this kind of shows the attitude, the careless attitude that the cops had for the slums of Brazil. That yeah. They didn't have people, people were nothing there. So they could just yeah. do, they could manipulate. And this was the start of kind of really seeing how bad the cops were. And the kind of just yeah. uh, builds the rest uh, of it. Initially, all. you're seeing it all from just the the hoodlums' side or something like uh-huh. that, because that's who you introduced the film with. So you're like, oh god, these guys are terrible. This guy's just trying to deliver some gas and they rob him every week. He's like, not again, please, rob me every time. <laughs> you're like, where's the police? And then they come, it's like, mm-hmm. I don't like the police now, they're horrible. Uh, they're but, uh, keep the police away. But <laughs> it, it does kind of seem like what you're saying with the like just anyone can accuse anyone of being the thieves mm. and then suddenly like, there's three police cars on them like and it seems like they just want a person they want a guy for it they just yeah they yeah. they just want a body to kind of take back to the station to say yeah we've we've solved the crime yeah and then that's it it doesn't matter if the crime keeps going on then that's it done and similarly anybody who does go against that and 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 Robs for the rich from the rich and gives the yeah. poor like local heroes. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's what the. What, what <laughs> I mean, you saw the trio the of tender trio. Mine's involves the tender trio as well, but I'll, I'll go and say like I, I, I didn't love the tender trio. Didn't really feel that connected. Mm. To it. it was kind of like. Uh-huh. But what it does again is set the scene. Yeah, set the tone. It it, yeah. <laughs> so mine's was uh, Shaggy's death. Shaggy was the one who was um, hooked up with a young girl yeah, and then tried to make him es- escape. Yeah. So he, um, it starts in the car? They, they, they kind of hijack the car. car. Why does he go again? He gets out because the car um, stops working. Stops, yeah, he needs oh, to he's push it. He's got to push it. He's got to push it. He's got to push it. So, uh, so when he's running from the police, and, and the camera sort of pans back and it's like the camera's in the car so you get the girlfriend's mm-hmm. point of view. Aye. That's a really like cool shot. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of expands. Aye. Uh, he's running and then there's houses in between but him those and the police. Are blocking and then down, every yeah. now and then they get a shot at him and it just, it just looks yeah, really it's, good. It's kind of like the Salem Witch thing it's just like, him, he's a thief! And then suddenly yeah. it's just guns yeah. pointed at him and shot um, him. It's quite a heroic death for, for what it's worth and because um, just before that you see her kind of he's pushing the car and he's smiling at her and you see her just smiling yeah. back at yeah. her and she's got the gun to the fucking yeah. driver's head yeah. and she's like oh yeah oh, it's, it's quite cute it's quite a selfless 
death in this film full of selfishness and evil and stuff mm. like that. Yeah. But what it becomes good. They were obviously forcing this guy to drive, but then at a point where he gets shot, he like kind of runs away and away. it's like yeah. and uh, takes the distraction and takes she, away she's from her. still kills a cop when she's She kills a cop, which I thought uh, was going to come back to bite her. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't really remember if it did or not. Nah, do we see her again? No. I don't think we do. No. Surprise. No, sunset, I'm not really sure, but she, or she's called Bernice. And, um, but that's kind of like what you're saying. I think we might have, but right. it's fleeting. Uh, I wouldn't mind going back to yeah. Wait, is that the... She doesn't get around with Knock It Ned later on, is it? No. Is that a different girl? Oh, that would be. Uh, that would be interesting. The books. Right. I I just remember a similar hairstyle or something like that. Yeah, but I think you're right. What, she, 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 she <laughs> 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 Don't want to say it. A lot of afros kicking about. This <laughs> a lot of afros kicking about. <laughs> Lil Z's afro in oh. the middle of the film when he when he, he <laughs> comes out as Lil Z is Baller, on yeah. point. Yeah, that is oh, something else. It's. He's got the vest on, yeah. uh, the chains. Um, That's not OZ. Oh, it is. That's like when there's a party and stuff like that, he's doing himself up in the mirror and stuff. Oh, like right, that, that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 when he, when he first came out, I, th- I thought you were all about um, Benny. 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 You're basically Benny. Uh, Benny's blonde. Yeah. I thought oh, that's, that, that's, that's great as hell. But um, <laughs> no, it's the point where he says, right, who's packing here? He, he initially like shakes hands with Kara and he kind of like, meets all the players. Right. And then somebody doesn't acknowledge him and he points them all for it. And then he says to uh, Benny, like, who's the players here? Or he's rich, he's rich, he's rich. Like okay, well let's let's take over there. Was uh, that scene? Yeah, um, yeah that's good but uh, he's like on mm. point. What else was going to say? Um, another thing about Shaggy's death is so he's like decked out, and mm. Rocket and his pal are walking to school, and they see him. Yeah, and they're there on the scene, and they just go, "All right, shit, let's just go to school." And ah, it's yeah. like matter of factness about this yeah. just fucking happened yeah. and, and Rocky's kind of quizzical about it or kind of looking back I think, I think that's when he first sees the car yeah. as well so yeah and that's it first kind of sets up his idea of him being kind of this uh, onlooker the person with the, the camera who, uh-huh. like, and it's all kind of but they'll all be desensitized to violence as well but yeah. his, his biggest takeaway from that from seeing <laughs> some, uh, one of uh, somebody he's grew up with yeah uh, somebody that he's, he's his brother's with, mate his brother's yeah. mate's dead but he, his biggest <laughs> takeaway is that camera. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how desensitised he is to people dying around him. He sees the way out. Yeah, yeah. The camera's where I want to be. That's, that's him. And I guess it's also kind of thing of if everybody's just kind of coming and going, then the camera's at least like something sticks around forever. Like these yeah. photos are not going to disappear. They can, yeah. they can take the tender trio, kill them all, and then it's just like, oh, remember them. But yeah. there's forwards there's actually like proof. Like, and I think I think that the, the better part of the film is once the tender trio done Later and on, it yeah. moves on. Yeah. It's the low Z stage, it's not the little yeah. dice, it's, it's that. Uh-huh. But um like you said, I think that was when when I see him running and the camera pans out like that and it just becomes yeah. and mm. that's when I'm thinking, Oh, I'm watching something just different here. Yeah. It, it's gritty anyway, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's a cool yeah. subject matter yeah. and I'm there. The, I'm with it and then that just takes me I was like oh this is going to be even better mm-hmm. than that this, yeah. this guy's thinking about what this, he's this doing we've got layers here yeah <laughs> alright yeah. right. 
my best scene was the going away party for Benny. Oh. A lot happened mm. as well. It's kind of uh, part. It's kind of midpoint. All oh, things switches gears. Things wrap up. But mm. essentially, rockets on a DJ. Benny's going away because he wants to be with the girl. Wants to be like more of a playboy now. He's made his money. Wants to get out. Why not, man? Uh, little Z acting like a spurned lover. A jealous ex kind of. Uh, why are you taking my Benny away from me? He's never, he's never been someone that can share or do anything anybody else wants. Handle any sort very, of rejection. Yeah, very possessive. But this is somebody he... Oh, he's, I think Lil Dice will see... He's the only person he's got. Yeah, it's a very interesting right. character because this is a person he genuinely likes. And it's a person mm. they can talk him out of. I don't show him, eh? I don't yeah, kill exactly. Karen. I'll just be stupid. And stuff like that. And then... But there's also like I think in the envy there that Benny has to get got this. He's got this. He's got this out. Yeah, it's another thing as well because he does try to have a girl, but he's genuinely liked by people. Yeah, not just feared. And then there's the thing of I think there's a line of like everyone just thinks Little Z's ugly, and he's kind of like this just like unattractive person from the inside and out, and he's kind of jealous of of Benny and how what he's got. But also ties back into the the kind of the taking over of uh, what's his name Blackie's Blackie's Blackie's, Blackie's uh. turf and him him coming back and trying to get revenge. Well, it's just mm. a culmination of a lot of things while setting up a lot more, and it's just it's, I think it's amazing. Uh. Uh, uh, it, really, it really shows it right into like the third act. Uh, what do you think about the desperation the, the, the strobe? Um, so it was it was getting a bit much, yes, but yeah, yeah. that's just mm. to make sure people would understand how Bucky could miss a shot from five feet away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but even then, it's like moving, fucking. Yeah, they're scrapping back and forth. Yeah, there's loads of people but, there. Yeah, um, yeah, they do they do enough for that, but yeah, uh, like you said, just a tad too long. Yeah. But uh, but there is what that, did they have? Sorry. They didn't have much money, so. No, yeah, no. Um, I do like kind of the the kind of you know the if you go in a club they have the strobe lights that are all robotic and move by itself, but they had uh, like the the piece of kind of like wood wrapped around tin foil and holes cut out of it, and they were moving it themselves. Is that what they did? <laughs> yeah, the, like some guys just holding just it and shaking it, it and, well, spinning it around and stuff. Like that that really. guy's just like <laughs> but, dead, uh, dead pleased that that's his role. But yeah, it's it's well, he's not a point during. <laughs> Just before that film, where it's like let's drink so you move fast. Where it's like okay, well, it's very peaceful. Everyone sees this guy. The crime is down, and everyone just sees this guy as a powerful being. And then that's when the peace stops, and the war kind of begins. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. the setup for like Knockout Ned's story and more like Blackie and stuff like that coming around in this other yeah gang. A, a lot rising. of shit happens that night, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. It all kicks off there. Yeah, that does. That's the catalyst, is it? I yeah. think so. Yeah, that's massively yeah. the catalyst. There. Right, I'll go with my worst now, and okay. I don't think there's a bad scene in this movie. <laughs> what I, I think I, worst, I, I kind of went with my gut, as in, can my gut handle this? <laughs> yeah, well, I think, well, I think we, we, we might one, all yeah. have the same one. <laughs> yeah, so steak and fries, shooting one of the runts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like, like, like. <laughs> Fucking an actor <laughs> doing that. 
How old is you he? Would, you wouldn't even, you, yeah. wouldn't, you would never get an actor How that could fucking react like that. I've I think, heard that they were said they said to the boy, like, think of what's your worst pain? He says, ah, oh, toothache. Ah, oh, think of that times ten. But in was it that documentary we mentioned that they said uh, no, they, they, they purposefully <laughs> made him scared of Lil Z. Right. So when he was on the scene, that was business. Yeah, uh, it was more than. But <laughs> even still, man. Fucking hell, man. Topic. He's dreading existential level stuff of am I walking with a limp for my life or am I dying right now? Do you know what nah, makes exactly. it? Do you know what else helps? Is the other guy. The guy with the longer that he's, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, is so brave. He's like, shoot my hand. Yeah, yeah. I'll, t- I'll take it. And he seems to be like a bit not blasé, just stone faced about it. Yeah, mm. like bravely, like above and beyond. No, no definitely heard and this, understood it as well. But this kid is just running around with his no idea what's yeah, going uh, on. Yeah, I can't remember if it does break away or if it's still kind of panned across. <laughs> So the boy puts his hand on and, he, and then it goes to him and then he just shoots him in the foot. No, I think he says, pick your hand or your foot and, and the, the older boy puts up his hand mm-hmm. so they think then the younger boy kind of copies yeah. and and Lousy's goes, well, fuck it, I'll just shoot him in the foot. Because oh, yeah. he says a cruel joke. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, and then they all fight over who's going to shoot the guy and he gets taken fights to pick one of them and... He picks. He can't just bear to shoot yeah. the, the wee the boy. Wee boy. Just but I was thinking as well, put him out his misery as well, because yeah. there's not seem to be any hospitals around here. Who's like, like I, I was thinking, who's going to be more likely to come back and bite you on the? It's the <laughs> one who's the cold-hearted. Shoot me in the hand. Yeah, yeah. You know that that guy. Well, yeah. Eventually, sort of does. Well, he comes back. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah well, but not the necessarily. Yeah. Not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, Steak. No, no, I don't. I don't mean steak, but like I think there's a line where it's like, oh, you shot our, our friend. I think that's referring yeah, to I mean, the, yeah. the one who put his hand at first. But but uh, I don't think it's the worst thing because it's yeah. pretty it's important as well. We talked about the catalyst of yeah. things to change mm-hmm. until this scene. Things were relatively peaceful. Um, there was no kind of like rapes, there was no murders, there was no robberies going on. Aye, well, and here, and well, here, he had everything kind of yeah, locked down, locked yeah. Down. But here he is, like he's trying to keep the peace because these cunts are robbing mm-hmm. on on not even his patch, on Carrot's patch, but shooting a, a fucking modern yeah. a, a kid. Like in your, it's just a whole. That's a change. That's a change of thing. You've got the peer pressure. Onto the young guy to to do something about it. Um, it, f- it feels like how they would train child soldiers and stuff. Oh, like yeah. That's what he has. Yeah. He has a yeah, child definitely. soldier army around yeah. him, and it's all people that physically can't stand up to him. Mm-hmm. So, but that boy's face is just going to stay with me for the next. Yeah, I They must have like smacked him in two takes. Or something. <laughs> I have no idea how they got. Well, see, see went just before tonight. Well, just before <laughs> yeah, tonight. Yeah. Um, I went back to find my best quotes and when I got up to that scene I just skipped fast <laughs> I couldn't yeah, even right. go, I couldn't even watch it's it again hard, yeah. I was just like man it's just just how it just comes back and you're just looking at it and it does pan away from his face but it's just like <sighs> it's so real in the documentary we meet this guy Darren 10 years on so this never got to it's 10 years on yeah. the right. actors and the story is, is it's not great either because 
he made whatever he made, three, four thousand um, Brazilian fucking... Yeah. I, I don't know what he equates to, but it's not a lot. No, the thing is, he didn't even see any of that because his dad took it. And he talks about his dad, he got offered other acting roles, he did yeah. them, but his dad did this and that, but he had no control over Jesus. anything. And then you see his dad, who's sitting there with fucking... Um, like it. <laughs> no, not necessarily that, but he's got a computer behind him, he's yeah. got like a mixing desk, he's got like that, and he says, ah, he hardly got anything. Uh, ah, this was tough, like he was, and then you've got the boy sitting on the beach, like fucking, bearing at your soul, like I'd love to be an right. actor, but I had to stop it because then I never really saw anything. Yeah, because my dad was just taking it all <laughs> there. Yeah. Well, this one's going to be members forever anyway, so. Oh, that's true. Wins yeah. in the end. But well, yeah, that is, that is a terrifying seemingly all too real scene mm. and uh, it's, uh, uh, we must have the same philosophy of kind of the worst is the worst to kind of sit through yeah that that was my worst but just to kind of swap out discuss another one after i think lil z's like kind of embarrassed by this girl rejecting him for her boyfriend knockout ned and just um what he Later does is like there's lines like oh I can you can only get girls by paying them or forcing them and then yeah he, gets he, he rapes her in front of knock on the head yeah right. that is disgusting the thing is, thing as is well. that is horrible but, uh, <laughs> but it kind of pales in uh, insignificance to the scene doesn't it I'm not I'm not judging either either no, no, crime or his medicine like that but is it's definitely it's but watching a child getting shot is and you don't see. No, well, thankfully, you don't see a lot of what yeah. happens. You see knockout Nedwies. Yeah, it's definitely the most terrifying because now there's the children and well, you have kids, <coughs> so you're honestly feeling it worse than like the average person. Yeah, well, I mean, well, like also like of like yeah, yeah, not, not, but people don't I'm not saying people would care, but um, but yeah, it's it's also just the feeling afterwards he has is just like why wouldn't he kill me? Yeah, and so now he has to live forever mm. with that, and it's not even just the, the overkill that it does kind of get a little bit silly. That ten minutes later he's at his house again. It's bearing on dark humour when Lil Z stops in his stride and says, "Why didn't I kill him?" Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And he's just like, "Oh, yeah. hold on." It does seem kind of like big shortish then. Oh, massively. But he's but it's just he's, like the, the narrator says, the, he, "Why didn't he kill him? Why didn't he kill him?" Why did I kill him? <laughs> it's yeah, like yeah. that's a bit, but yeah, it, just that. Well, do you think the director kind of overshot with that part? Um, it stands I, out as different. I'll give it that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't really get it. It's, it's, it's almost like putting a record scratching. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like, mm. oh, okay, maybe not. But mm. it, it still doesn't take it terrifying. I see. But I felt like it was. But then, it but was more uh, psychological torture just to leave him and say, "Oh, I didn't care about yeah, you anymore," yeah, yeah. and just mm-hmm. go on. I know it's based well, also, on real events. Also, as soon as he hears his voice again, yeah, he's like, "Fuck this!" I is guess not I know uh, Lil Z isn't a guy to let things go and play mm-hmm. a mind game, but it would have been terrifying for him to just yeah, exactly. never acknowledge him again. It's mm-hmm. but oh, I don't care. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you just traumatized me for life just to not care yeah. about it. Two minutes later, that's scary. I've got for my favourite quote, um, I've got two, and it's just so hard because there's so many cool ones and so on, but this kind of chimed with me, it was um, Rocket's narration, either stay and they get you or you run and they get you anyway, 
Right. Yeah, and it's, it's that whole feeling of yeah, yeah. You know, kind of help us here. What the fuck did I do? So it's a lot of that, and yeah, it's that feeling that you're kind of helpless. Um, so yeah, it's, yeah, and it's just kind of talking about like he's seen people that have tried to run out of the village or the big city mm. and then die, or the people that stay there, and it's seen like the life gets worse and worse and worse, and then they die. Uh, yeah. So uh, it's kind of like, would you rather just get shot in the back, or would you have this prolonged? Yeah, and it's like a lot of these people they make that calculation. It's better to stay and just front it now. Yeah. And deal with it now. We'll just and, go for it. Yeah. And, and the the second one wasn't a quote, but it was just it was at the very yeah. end. It just said based on true events, and that's like another dagger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Like, if you're watching this 100%. for the first time when you see that, you're like, fucking hell. It is. Yeah. It is quite scary. But it's glad that that's been documented. But it's also terrifying that one in a hundred got out out of like the hundred people mm. or so that are in. It's only one of them. And you and you usually get that based on two story <laughs> at the start of the movie. Yeah. But for them to leave at the end, and I thought it was quite good. It's mm. even worse that you've watched it. You know that it's like we said. It's kind of almost documentary esque. Mm-hmm. And then we've watched the ten year one. And it doesn't feel like nothing's changed no. for them no. I mean, no. because they've not had the they've not had the recognition or the money well the money basically to kind of get them <laughs> out of there. They're still stuck in that type of environment, yeah. mentality, environment, just kind of yeah the climate that is well, going to keep them One of them's a mechanic. One of them's missing. Like his mum doesn't know where he is. Mm. Uh, one of them's selling peanuts. He buys peanuts from a supermarket. He goes on the buses. Uh, and sells peanuts. Yeah, that's how he makes his money. There was one that um, he, when the movie was about to re- release, he was on the bus and he stole money from a, a an woman, old, uh, an, an old, old woman. Mm-hmm. Got uh, lifted from the police, but taken to the police station, got beat up, and then um, found out that the cops kept the money. The old so woman the came co- back. So she came yeah. back to get her she, to claim her money back, and, and, the, and the cops were just like, "Well, sorry, we lost it." And then he he was just like, "Well, they've got the money, so the corruption is yeah. still there." <laughs> ten years on, that money, that money was um, we mentioned three or four <coughs> thousand mm-hmm. as as being the kind of like rough average amount that these yeah, actors yeah, got. Have, yeah. That amount that he stole from that woman was twelve. Jesus, and that's well, that's a lot. Do you know what I mean? In that environment, yeah. And yeah. It's, well, it's right. The difference between life or death, it could be. So yeah, it's just fucking. And old women's <laughs> carrying about twelve. Now, sometimes you get old women who have like emptied out their bank oh. account and they've got their pension or whatever, right? They, some s- silly incidences yeah. do happen where they're carrying too much money on them. Ah, well, much more than they should, but still, they were in a fucking blockbuster that made. 33 million (laughs) and yeah there you go but yeah so um, well the production company gets a lot eh (laughs) my favourite quote was um, a rocking narration it says honesty doesn't pay sucker I thought it was was quite funny but yeah it talks about a lot of the themes of the film and stuff like he's he takes a bit of a high road but not he's not like smug or anything about it he just bows out I think you know. Have your choice to become a hoodlum. He just doesn't. So, 
Right. It's not much of a choice. It's, it's a bit of light relief that. right now. Yeah. His pal running around a boat trying to rob people and they're just like, no, nah, he was something there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was nice, yeah. So good. Are they try to go to the bakery. It's like, yeah. the girls are quite nice. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's just before the quote that I did at the start of this. Yeah. So he, he kind of says, well, they're doing this. Um, Benny's took my part. I'm still a virgin. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What yeah. next have I got to do? Yeah. So he tries to go and yeah. become a criminal. Terrible and then when when they see the guy from Sao Paulo, like this is that this is the cunt we're gonna rob. Yeah. And he's like, do you guys smoke weed? Do you got papers? <laughs> and he gives them the papers. It's got yeah. <laughs> the girl's number on it. Yeah. Like, no wonder I'm still a fucking virgin. <laughs> Just too nice. Um, I've got a couple of other quotes that I liked. Go for it. Um, a setting sun, a, des- a deserted beach, a long kiss. I'm sure it was uh, this. Was it? But the runts arrived. Yeah. <laughs> the runts. Yeah. And the runts. And then the, the other one was um, right at the end. Just as everybody, just as the they've killed um, Wolsey, and they're kind of walking away, and the runts, um, they turn on to each other and they're like, "You know how we're right? Let me sort. Uh, me sort of. Let's make a blacklist of who to kill." Yeah. And they start rattling off guns. And they start yeah. rattling off guns, yeah. but they didn't know. And they all see it as a game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's the terrifying thing about it. But even even the, your first one there on the beach, <laughs> it's like, if you were that age, like five, <coughs> and you saw a teenager and his girlfriend, potentially, you would stay the fuck away. Oh, hell like, yeah. That, that's his space. Like, but they just are inherent, like... I'm just going to disrupt what's going on there because we are taking over. Yeah. Where do you get that from? Man. Like a warm, uh, where do you get that from? The Lord of the Flies. Yeah, <laughs> I did say that when I watched it. It's like Lord of the Flies. Yeah, oh, they, 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 I remember, it, t- it, t- it took me back to the grown up, right? Because it felt like high school. There was like guys above us that you just wouldn't go near because yeah, like, they, 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 they would have all had a slap in about, right? right? Exactly. And then you got to a certain age. And then the fucking cunts coming up behind you were like cheeky bastards. You're like, why are the men in Definitely, the fucking yeah, middle yeah. of this? It felt like, like what, what's going on? What's changed? Here, yeah. <laughs> what's changed? And, and yeah. then oh, the big bullies. So I felt like Rocket then, put it that way. Like, no, what is aged best about the movie? I've got, um, it's cool. Um, well, just kind of the warning of like the. The cycle of violence and the and the drugs and stuff. That's that's a big thing. Obviously. Exactly the same as the one I've got. But just even the simple story of Knockout Ned and his kind of fall from grace and how quickly, like you say, I'll do one bad thing, but it's okay because I'll equal this thing out or I'll just get this mm-hmm. guy, and it just piles up and it piles mm-hmm. up and then you're you're just like him. And you're just as bad as other people are. Aye. There's a lot of parallels with this in the way the wire was made, um, bringing in actors that were lived that life from the local mm. area, uh, and that whole sense of what the fuck? I've just like been tra- traumatized by these events. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we we'll get through an episode without mentioning the wire. The next five years <laughs> are just going to be exactly the same. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's Unless never there's a fundamental change, but there doesn't seem to be. So there's never any like mm. time to calm between one event or the other. 
Yeah, no, like there's some. There's peaks and troughs. There's peaks and troughs, but there's 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 it's never just a barrage, isn't it? There's never there's never a a, a break. Well, really. But yeah. So yeah. Just, uh -huh. but that's why I, I said yeah. I, I mean, again, what did we say? Two thousand two. I think it was a good. Uh, that that thing stands the test of time. That mm -hmm. that that line. Oh. Um, mine was the non-linear approach to the scenes. So right. I, I I do I love I always like it, and it's kind of evident in this and Kill Bill and um, Slumdog Millionaire. They kind of they're telling the story, and then they get to a certain point, and then they throw you back. Yeah, and it's like this is how this person's built to this point. So in Kill Bill, where she's saying oh, I need to move my big toe, and it takes you back to why <laughs> she needs to move her big toe because yeah. the she's fucking clean, um, and then yeah, when they're in the drug house in Blackie's house, and then Lil Z comes in and says, like, "Well, this is how Lil Z has came in," and they do that quite regularly. Actually, they mention. Oh, what's the guy that snitches and kills his wife? Um, it's like oh, Shorty. Shorty, yeah. Mm. Um, they mentioned Shorty at, right at the start when they're waiting to go and run into the jungle. He goes, yeah. oh, this is Shorty, but we'll come back to his story later. Right. And I really like how the narrator kind of brings that that little kind of glimpses yeah, yeah. and still takes you on the story and pulls it back. And it's... It's almost as if, like... Um, so the narrator is... Um, Rock, rocket, rocket, yeah, rocket. It's rocket, and he's in the newspaper game now, so it's it's, it's like he's got the storytelling sort of oh, massively, vibe yeah. About it, yeah, and it does. I think that makes this film so much more because yeah. you've got that kind of because you've got the. I think it almost warrants Rocket as well because he's a kind of as a character. He doesn't. He doesn't do meh. much. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. gets his bird taken away from. Well, he gets a bird, gets her taken away from him, and then he gets a camera. He has to show more his personality with the, the flashback. With that. Yeah, in the yeah. narration. Rather I, than I did like one scene where <coughs> his picture develops got mixed in with the the top photographers, and so the woman who's just pushing pencils, moving yeah. stuff around, it's like, oh, mm. that was just mixing in a bunch of. But he freaks out. He's like. This guy is. That's the only me. scene where he stands up. Yeah, and, and, and he's like, and it really real, like, demonstrates the, the difference between you don't know what it's like, guys. I've lived it. I've uh, seen what this guy can do. I've that's his best scene by far. Yeah. Oh, definitely by far. <coughs> and he, it's just, just, he's just he's just like hysterical, them. and but it's it's like it makes sense within that. The woman's like, I just did something. It doesn't matter. I, I was like, well, she 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 did her job. Yeah, she didn't do anything. She yeah. didn't do anything wrong. Broke his cherry too. <laughs> <So> <laughs> she paid him back. It's fine. <laughs> In the act of that, she didn't do anything wrong. But like, because we've seen it, you're almost shouting at the table. <laughs> any picture that's been developed by this yeah. guy ends up there. Any picture that ends up there has a chance to go in the paper. Mm. I ah. saw that. Therefore, da, da, da. it's mine. Yeah. Fair um, game. That 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 that's the deal. I but mean, yeah, she's she's she really doing that, but she had no idea. But. It's just like it's almost like an audience member. You're thinking, "You've doomed him. Why did you do that?" Mm. For? Mm. But it almost feels into little Z's ego anyway. That's what you wanted to do. Oh, for exactly. Definitely. So, that's what it is. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what got him the big picture as well. Yeah, I did love that scene as well. The more posing. That, that was almost kind of bullet time. That scene, mm. where as soon as he's <laughs> in the middle between the gu the gun. Oh, so the, the one that bookends the film. The bookends. So yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the start. Where the he's end. kind of 
frozen and then Cameron yeah, spins. Again, yeah. yeah. Guy knows nice what he's doing. Nice wee matrix. Yeah. Did you give on Okay, uh, is the worst out um so Shorty <laughs> was the guy who's like Shaggy was doing what his name suggests <laughs> and Yeah. No, 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 it wasn't him, no, it was, no, was Rocket's brother. Rocket's so brother. Goose. Goose, yeah. Goose. Goose was shagging his wife. Um, um, <laughs> and he comes in like and absolutely like pillars his fucking wife with a spade. Yeah. And, like, but it's the, so that's bad, you know, but yeah. it's, it's the whole, when he comes out of the house after that and flags down the fucking police yeah. and then says, my grievance supersedes whatever the fucking just done there. Go and get him. Aye. That that yeah. that, that goal, that attitude, like that whole. I'm a, like I'm the man. I'm, and whatever I've done I, to my he's, woman, I don't, he's, yeah, he's always been a grass though. So the cops have always yeah. known him to tell the truth mm. about grassing on the people around. And he's the one that grassed yeah, on them when they drove the car into Aye. the below. He said. Hiding in the jungle, mate. Oh, really? So he's the snitch. He's always been the snitch. I don't think anybody else... And the cop comes across and he's like, not you. Why are you even still like, just like, what hard neck? Like, is that the generation of being a man and being able to do I thought that attitude is no, no, the worst rather I, than that. I, I thought the cops, no, the cops were coming, to, they were in his house. They were uh, there to arrest him. No, were, no, were, no, not that that's point. That's a later scene. Not that point. Yeah. Somebody else grassed later on. Nobody, I'm sure they because oh, all the cops, because that's where, the, that's why the cameramen and everything are there, because that's the same scene where, no, um, no, no, what's no, his no. name, gets shot. It's the exact same, because, they find they find him and so he kills his wife. The cops come because they find out that his wife's dead. And then as he's coming out his house with the cops, he turns around and says, "There's no, well, I, there's I one of the um, guys go and get him." And then they run across I, I think you're the camera and catches yeah. up. So th- it's all the same scene. I think you're making up the scenes because the one that goose comes out. He's chasing after him, and he, remember he has to change the clothes where he's. Oh right, brother. where he's just got co- coffee. Yeah, oh, nobody, right, sorry, nobody sorry, yeah. has been in his house and realised his wife's dead. Not cut, at this point, yeah. No, no, no you cut yeah, back yeah, to yeah, him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's digging the grave for her, and he's crying. It so, takes, and it's it takes an intervention. Yeah, yeah, it takes yeah, yeah. an intervention by somebody, by the neighbours. Aye, a neighbour. I think someone's realised. Haven't seen her since then. Maybe, maybe that, or maybe just like I had a noise, something like that. Yeah. So they, they are not there to investigate that. Yeah. It's just he he absolutely he kills his wife with a spade, and he walks outside and he says, "Please come here, do what I say." And, and then, oh, then, then the wow. pressure <laughs> pressure the, the the kid with the little fish, like wheelbarrow oh. and stuff, mm-hmm. and they put him in the back of the car, and that's what yeah. starts all that. So, so that's kind of what I thought yeah. about, yeah. like the. Like this that kind of. Well, I didn't. I didn't have up. an. It's the worst. Just kind of on the theory of kind of like of the film or what's mm. messages is. But if you're talking about kind of attitudes in the film, you could be. Here I, all, know, all I, know, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I didn't really come up with a thing, but I think it's kind it's of. Hard. Oh yes, it's the worst. The fact that these things still go on today, but mm. yeah, I that's don't know true. How you can stop that? Right. Nobody knows. So. No, I I didn't have a age the worst either. Yeah, because it's a foreign film, 
it's quite hard to kind of say what's aged badly. We we are in within them and from from a couple of decades ago. It could be it could be some really difficult. It could be some piece of fashion that like oh when we got in that now or. But it's just, I think mostly it's because it's so fucking genuine. You can't say it's aged because it's true. Yeah. It's just, it's it's still it's stands the test of time. Definitely. Mm. Right, Daz, do you have your best minor character? You know I do. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is Ginger Shalvey. Yeah. <laughs> he, he started from the bottom, he went there. <laughs> and he ends, up, he ends up in that scene that we're talking about, your bullet time scene. Yeah. Uh, he's right next to Lowe's. He, well, he he becomes his pure right hand man yeah. Because, yeah, he, because, because he knows money, man. Because yeah, he knows how to. I see the guy. You see the guy. He dresses Benny as well. He goes to well, the yeah. He oh, copies his clothes and stuff. Yeah, like but right. Benny yeah. gives him money. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he like yeah gets his way in there and does well. Yeah, he does yeah. for being an absolute <laughs> junkie. <laughs> from being a posh white kid. Mm-hmm as it could be to oh. get into this hardcore Brazilian gang just because you could do maths <laughs> and it's addicted indeed yeah, yeah. see but he, try, he tries who to said you can't achieve anything inclusive gangs <laughs> that's what we're cipher <laughs> he, t- he tries to uh, fob off Lousy at one point when he says like is my name in the paper he says I've looked if you looked at every page no 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 but Look at fucking every page. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, he's bringing some facts and logic he, into it. He's like, no, no, no. I want show him like the, like the obituary or something. Yeah. There was a name. Oh, What's it? Does you know read something out? That's maybe something that looks like your that name. Looks or like his name. But the only place it could have been is there. But nah, I want you to look everywhere. Okay, I'll look through the TV. Fucking listen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I will. Shout out one of my character as well is the newspaper photographer, just because he was nice to Rocket and yeah. allows him to like scan his thing and Rocket just have that kind of stashed up moment when he first finds him and it's just like yeah. and he's like, Holy crap, you did really well with these pictures, so uh, Right, I'm gonna cheat cool. with mine. Yeah. I'm cheating with mine there. Okay, cheat away. Cheap. No you Right, mine's just low dice. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> <laughs> That's not, that's not a minor card, it's well, a person. No, I'll let you have it. 100%, yeah. let, let you have, you have that one. one. Then as well. To do it, I'm, 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 I'm going to name check oh, the actor, Douglas Silva. Oh, right, cool. I've got oh, Douglas Silva written down in my number. Douglas Silva. Okay, let's test it. The look that he gives... Uh, the tender trio when they slap on bolt, it's yeah. like it's killer. Oh, uh, he, th- he takes the, the hit and then he's the idea. He's like, don't fucking do that again. The idea to yeah, rob yeah. the the brothel, the motel, whatever that is. Yeah, so um, it's all Godfather mode, doesn't it? It's like yeah. we'll rob this and, and we'll do this, so you yeah. listen to it. See the chuckle that he gives when he shoots. Yeah, chill yeah. advice. Yeah, that's yeah. better than any smile. <laughs> <laughs> and and well, then it does have that kind of flashback flash forward thing when it's him shooting as a child versus him shooting as uh, Z and it's like yeah, yeah they've done really well Z isn't anywhere here. near as as potent as as ferocious as menacing as he could be if it wasn't for this cunt yeah. so 
Well, well done. I guess well done, Mr. Silver. Mm. Very well done in your performance, but you're not a minor character in the same. Name. He's, he's well, still he changes he, his name. I mean, he's a small. I get it, but yeah. it was hard. Yeah. I, I do agree. Yeah. Are you going to pick one of the runs? Uh, the girl. Nah. Who else was really Carrot. handsome, Mike? Yeah, oh, handsome. Knock up. Knock up. I I had knock up later at first. But I, he became I'm, I'm going to speak out, speak about him later okay, on. Okay. Um, um, who else was really so Benny? Nah, it's I liked Benny. Benny was all right, but I, I thought what makes the, the movie though is oh is, massive is is they die yeah was is the other was the other minor character that I was going to go for was the runt. As a collective group, they are a swarm. Yeah. They are a swarm because <laughs> they are they are a, yeah they are a force to be reckoned with at any point in time. They do seem kind of like well, something the, something that'll be there before you're there and something will be after you. Oh, well, after you're gone. Yeah, that mentality yeah. will the earth. yeah that mentality will continually move down the mm. ages. For and the runs like we're, we're the tender trio, yeah. like we're, we're not the real gangsters. We're kind of amateur. And then who takes over him as like a fucking seven year old? Yeah. And then who takes over him as like five year olds? Oh. <laughs> fucking nuts. Right, let's go on a trivia. I don't think there was any bloopers in this that we're going um, to well, about. Do you have any? I've got, I've got one. You got a blooper? One blooper. What is it? Where they. Uh, just after they've robbed the hotel, the tender trio, mm-hmm. they run into the garage. And as soon as they get into the garage, the car drives out. <laughs> Right. It's like their their bodies get into the get into the garage and there's the car's straight there. It's just like for fuck's sake, just get that, that, that's why you didn't win best editing. Oh yeah. exactly. <laughs> no wonder. <laughs> Fucking so, amateur. See I don't have that. any trivia, so you guys just You don't have any? Okay, yeah, right, I'll give you one. Gun. See the the photograph that Rocket takes of Lousy dead? Yeah. When it's in the paper. Uh. It's it's the actual actor's name that's credited. So Alexander yeah, okay. Rodriguez. Ah, okay. That's Ro- good. Rockets ah. actor. Ro- yeah, yeah. Actor. Oh, right. Rockets actor. That's yeah. actually gets the the, yeah. the photo the credit. Photo credit. Oh, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, there you go. That's good. That's one. That's good. I like go that. Any more? Um, I can go if you're stuck. No, no. Just go. You right. Just I, I give you the one about uh, knockout Ned. Uh, performing at the Olympics right so Knockout Ned the first time he takes out one of the the gang mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you with me? yep yeah yeah he shoots at the ground uh, people, and yeah. then there's kind of like older women who come and say you know thank you because the vigilante the, the, yeah. these cunts have been terrorising for years one of the women is the real Knockout Ned's mum wow because yeah. his name's yeah. not uh, yeah there's the Af- the, well, the Portuguese name of him yeah Ma- I've got written here Manny Galina yeah but but I don't know if that is the, the, the actor who played Knock on Edder I don't know if that's the real the name the fact that he's an actual person but he is an actual person and, 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 you, and you see at the end of the yeah, movie yeah. his so word for word interview yeah, with yeah. it is ah. class but the, the fact f- that that is word for word is brilliant that makes it even worse well, worse, better. worse, worse, better, yeah, worse <laughs> better because yeah. because he's an actual person, and you're not getting that based on true events. Um, 
slogan slapped across it at the end. It doesn't really seem like they've over-dramatised these characters because they didn't need to. No. <laughs> this, this is... So, yeah, that's uh, that's what I've got then. Any more? No, no, I think I've done all mines. Right. Kind of a thrill thing. A thrill. Who, who, for, for, for the rest of it? Um, Who's, right, Grinds yeah, Gears? Um, I don't have a Grinds My Gears, to be honest. Um, I've got one. Uh, so... When Rocket is chasing the police car at the end, he knows that, like, so the police car has got Lil Z and Carrot in it. And he's got the, he says, I need to resolve something here. Because <coughs> he's still got a grudge against Lil Z. Oh, you know what, not much has made the fact that he killed his brother. No, that's, that's kind of, that's... I know, I know he never... Well, there's he only never that has one point where he says, I should have shot him there. Yeah. But not to But he, he he never has the power to do anything about it, so maybe he just mm. like. But he he doesn't even mention it. I but think, how I often think Lil Z to be fair at one time. But I yeah yeah Rocket's maybe, yeah. not the type to shoot back or have a gun in his hand. What so. other scenes is Rocket and Lil Z in? Well, there's quite a few where they're actually in. Oh yeah, because well, he, he keeps he keeps, he keeps forgetting his name. He takes his photos, does he? He keeps. Yeah. It's the Blackies at the Blackies apartment. Well, he's at Blackies. That was Black, the Blackies apartment. Yeah. And that's where he says, "I should have shot him there." And then, and then the the Benny's leaving party. They're there together. And obviously, the the chicken showdown. That whole thing. They're there. Uh, also, there's a scene where it's like well, he he's, looking, but he's never had he's never had an opportunity to be able to do it. Yeah. No, he's never. Uh, no, that's what I'm that, saying. Yeah. The power, yeah, the yeah, power yeah, balance yeah, yeah, yeah. is way out. But it's not even mentioned. He doesn't even hold the. Like, he doesn't mention it. Yeah. He he's kind of. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, anyway. What kind of thought in there is when he's running and the police cars going up and down the streets and he's cutting through the alleys, yeah. and he ends up in one place and that happens to be where the shit goes down. How does he know that? Because he knows where that. He's a photographer. He knows, where he knows where they're bringing suspects into the police station. Is that the police station? Yeah, that's the police station. Is that the police station? I I didn't I didn't see where it was, but I can imagine. If that's the police station, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. if, if it, it is the police station, okay. But, but, but then the run, also, why would you why would you stop a car and get a suspect out the car? But then the runs <laughs> just come in and kill all yeah. he in the police station. No, that's an alleyway. But yeah, if that's it's a nondescript that, alleyway, that could, that could beside be the police station. That could be like there's a lot of there's a lot of briberies and stuff going on with the police. That could be a spot where they drop people off and yes. say, "Listen, yeah. we're gonna need some money or something like that." Maybe but because he does this, get the money brought there. Well, there's also this kind of underlying thread of like, what is it the the police are wanting from him or something like that? They want weapon. I can't remember. But there's some agreement for why the police are like pretty shifty towards. No, I think Lousy's operation is backhanders galore. Yeah, so they're all. So I'm guessing they just. Is it? Uh, is it lucky that he bumped into him right there? Yeah, but it kind of did happen. So I will let it slide. But I just seem well, kind of the place to say, "We'll drop you off here. Give us some money. We didn't catch you." Yeah. Because I did, that, I did feel. Well, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. But that yeah. theoretically could happen anywhere. I agree. Yeah. And how does Rocket know to go there? That that's it. If, yeah. if there's a, uh, if there's an answer out there, I'm willing to take it. Uh, mm. The other thing was, yeah, the tender trio at the start. I know, like a lot of our favourite scenes were based on them, but 
I found they're quite interchangeable and not really. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I, didn't we, I wasn't able to follow which one was which. Yeah, I, I was totally didn't really care. Just like um, even the fact that one the, broke his leg or one hurt his leg. Yeah, and then actually, he wasn't I read one a, pin a, I read, a, I read a blooper where the, one of them said, "Oh, goose is hurt," but it actually wasn't hurt. Uh, goose, it was clipper. Uh, something that, like yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, th- there was a mistake. Um, yeah, that just kind of shows yeah, that the, that the was trio was. Yeah, the it wasn't two eggs. Yeah, like kind of. Right, so, so, I think who wins the movie is one of the things is the director. So we've spoke about how he went on to do a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot of movies, mm. um, not just Brazilian but English speaking ones as well, but. Uh, I heard that the heard read that the Brazilian film production s- scene took off after this. A uh, ton of films were made there in the aftermath of the movie. Like forty five mm. were made there in t- two thousand two alone. Wow. Seriously? Yeah, including uh, well, not necessarily like this year, but the Motorcycle Diaries, the Intruder, were made in Brazil after this. So I think it was a real shot in the arm for that. Aye, so that's, that's perfect. A big yeah. boom yeah. over there, yeah. Um, my win the movie and just seems to have one of any characters Rocket kind of just progressing and getting out of that sphere and be able to look back and tell the story not only just newspaper form which is kind of seen as a one and done kind of thing mm. but in this movie that's still being talked about today so yeah, like without him these stories would have just become legend in some parts of Brazil but not like I've just forgotten it's yeah. just, just another part of the cycle it's still a slum yeah I mean there's too many slums around but anyway we'll look into that one <laughs> um, my one too many slums of, yeah too many slums <laughs> it's the name of the book <laughs> yeah, um, my winner of this movie would be The Runt they took out <laughs> Well, Z, revenge. They got their revenge. They fucking do whatever the fuck they want. <sighs> yeah. You literally do walk into any store, eh? And just I mean, I, I imagine. <laughs> see, what would you do? A, a group of like we kids just come up, just armed. And attack you. Not a lot. You're, you're, you're totally yeah. fucked. I mean, yeah. Uh, the but it's, it's low Z that arms them though, isn't it? It's, but and the fact it, that it's they're still just, robbing yeah, before they're yeah. armed. And the fact that it is, like we said earlier, it's going to be a continual motion that these young kids will always be the biggest fucking violent victims, victims, threats. But even yeah. within that group, Guilty, there doesn't really seem to be necessarily everything. a leader, necessarily yeah. any beef. <laughs> It's, but it's like a fluid sort of fucking You've got every single bubble mm-hmm. just kind of emotion in that one thing. <laughs> For some reason, they're all on the same page and they've come together. Uh-huh. It's, it's just a massive fuck you, Runs. Just yeah. go away and get a and, 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 and again, from what I've what I've heard, uh, that group went on to be one of the most successful fucking drug gangs. And that, the yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> you know, it's That's not. Crazy. It's not yeah. as if they were wiped out a couple of years later. They were fucking legit. Mm. Oh, they so. kept it pushing. But one, excuse me. Uh, 
one bit, it wasn't a run, but the kind of stick in my memory was that one kid that said he wanted to uh, avenge his dad. And mm, he joins up with yeah. the Knockout Ned. We, we need to talk about that, yeah. So oh, yeah. he ends up killing Knockout Ned. Yeah. Because Knockout Ned killed him in the bank robbery. He killed his dad in the bank oh, robbery. Yeah, 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 yeah kills yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it flashes back that the last time that Knockout Ned was hospitalised, there was also this kid that had shot. I don't know if that seems a bit movie made it. I don't know if it's really that The, the fact that, that Knockout Ned was a Paris, real person. Yeah. It could did, well be that that, that, type of, that story yeah. has been brought into it. He did get hospitalised. It's worth mentioning as well, in the documentary, Knockout Ned's done well, <laughs> yeah. and he uh-huh. features heavily in the documentary, but he is not uh, shy about talking about racism and talking about how things haven't changed and sticking <laughs> up for, for everybody. There's a great There's scene a in the documentary, it's early on, it tears off this thing, but early on, Knockout Ned's in a hotel, so you're kind of thinking maybe he's on tour, yeah. or maybe he's like, whatever. Uh, the bus boy works for the hotel, it's somebody who was in the fucking movie. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember who he is, but he's like, all right, man, how are you doing? And he's like, yeah, I'm just filming this and... Yeah, he's like, oh, you're yeah, breaking yeah, five minutes. Come on, sit down. Exactly. Well, that's that's what I would have been like. That's what I would have been like. That's what I would have been like. Breaking down every single scene, relating it back to mm. the non-linear setup does make you have several impacts at once when there's a scene. Yeah, that they've set up, went back, and then go right back into, and it's like, oh my god, I've seen this from two different ways. Or, yeah, because yeah. so right, I, I would like, <laughs> what's what's your negatives for? Because you've just watched it the once. Yeah, yeah, I. I there's, there's some things that kind of didn't always need to get explained or something like that. Like, I didn't need to know the whole background of the apartment that some woman ran it. I feel that was rushed. Right. Yeah. That bit. I felt like it could have I just been... I like the bit was Blackie and Carrot had it. Carrot's taking a bit of a, you know, a break, not a break from it, a bit of a step down from it. He wants to kind of chillax now, have a little bit of small turf. And it's oh, Blackie, no, Blackie was, wasn't. I think he was away um, expanding. No, it's not that, just that, be that was one a powerful. That was a powerful yeah. turf to just give up, though. No, it, but I think that he just didn't want that flat. He wanted to go and expand that I area. Like, I, I would like more area. of a. I would like more of a visual of that. See, sometimes you saw the areas. Mm-hmm. Mm. I see if they went a bit more of that, yeah. where it's like this is their turf, yeah. and that's their turf. Well, from the small yeah. visual minders that we do get, I, I see he's kind of downsizing because. Um, kind of has the small, very inner circle bit of the city, but like um, Rosie has everything around it. So yeah. that's what I mean. That that apartment would have been one of those places, but it seems to have oh, more of a the low down, like Rocket when he's trying to buy weed and stuff like that. He said he has to go out of his way to get to Carrot. Yeah, he's he used to have to, to go to Whitfield sometimes, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to like avoid Little Z because Little Z's everywhere. They say, if, so if he has to go to Carrot, then it's out of his way. No. I will it's buy this, yeah. but I won't watch it often. <laughs> is that fair? Yeah. That is very fair. Yeah, yeah. 
I'll, I'll urge anybody that hasn't watched it to watch it. Like, urge them. Yeah. I don't know if I but can I watch, watch this film in the next five years. It's <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it's hard hitting. Yeah. I mean, since find out that we were away to watch, ah, we were going to be watching it. I've watched it twice. Because mm. you watched it early on, did you? I watched it earlier on, yeah. I watched it earlier on, and then I watched it again. And I'd done the 10-year documentary and then watched it back in the day. So I watched it... Kind of like three experiences. Three yeah. experiences with a doc. And I still... Yeah, it's still really, really good. It's just I mean, the fact that I still get goosebumps at the same scene yeah. is... Mm-hmm kind of shows how well the film actually kind of I don't think it'll progresses. I don't <laughs> think it'll ever stop being brilliant. Yeah. No, no. I don't ah, think anything yeah, I don't think anything I'm gonna watch the next ten years is gonna stop this being brilliant. No, no. definitely not. I mean it's gonna have to be a constant barrage like a of brilliantness to change yeah. this. That's the thing the best gangster movie for Brazil that you'll ever see. For any kind of yeah, yeah. Probably like it's, it's, it's up there with Parasite the ki- with best language films. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But yeah. The, the, like you're saying, that the performances they get from the kids, it's the kids. Yeah. It's how do you get that? How do you show that? How do you portray that? Unbelievable. Yeah. It's Unbelievable. So we've got the best. So we've done the best um, South Korean movie. We've done best <laughs> best Brazilian, Brazilian movie. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait on us yeah. anybody that's out there that's please still listening right. please and give away in that vein what are we watching next time yeah I, I pulled nice segue there wasn't yeah. it I pulled City God <laughs> last time so I'll be do you remember the time. circumstances of City God we said it about three times yeah yeah we for that <laughs> ah. we pulled it out it's if this was like made up yeah oh and uh, there's going to be a Highlander remake by the way you're going to be a yeah after all this my hand, time. my hand is right in there digging deep <laughs> don't have much time I know I know I know. oh no let's put out oh, a couple I think put a couple oh actually you know what I was thinking oh no no we won't do it this time I think I've got like three, three in here this is interesting that's the one you've chosen that's the one I've chosen but there's two there no so hold on I was thinking maybe you just got to pick the money likes at the three no, though. We get we pick the three. Uh-huh. I didn't I, I did not intentionally do right, that. Right, what are you thinking? Right, 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 I'm thinking we would pick the three. We'll pick a person to watch a film each and then we'd do the same type of structure for wow, each film. Wow, that's going to take about 6 hours. No, no, no. Well, it's it, one yeah, person you're 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 not, you don't have your things from well, yours. What if I don't know what the dad the film's dad watching? I'm just sat here like, okay, okay, that sucks. I, I, that was not intentional, that yeah, was right. just. Who's it from? Go there. Amy. 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 Oh, I know! Yes, Wes Anderson! <laughs> Get in! What is it? Grand Budapest Hotel. Yes! Your dad's, dad's knee sliding right now. Uh, exactly. Brilliant. Brilliant film. Amy. Yeah. You're coming on. Yeah, we're going to do it. You're coming on. We're going to do it. We're going Amy, to do it. You're I'll be back on Zoom. You are right? coming on. I'm taking this. There is a Wes Anderson segue with this movie. Uh, <laughs> someone from this movie, I can't remember who. Tara, you saw the documentary. 
is in the life of Quatic. Oh, it's Knockout Ned. Is it? Knockout Ned is in the life of Quatic. I do want to say that Tarek is looking also to directed by Wes Anderson. I this do want to say that Tarek is also looking to the other two. This shit. It's now given them identifiable markings. So oh my just god! Just missed out on that. Yeah. Can't believe that. Put uh -huh. back in. <laughs> Give me a good mix. Because I've not seen that. And it would be good to hear that. Anyway. This, right, anyway. This is all. Anyway. This is all anyway. Internal. Anyway. Yes. Um. If you like what you're hearing here. Don't keep it a secret. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. If you're still listening, you know who we are, so the best thing you could do for us is keep the suggestions coming. Let us know what you like and don't like, and we'll oblige you. The quiz returns in two weeks. We skipped it this time because we did an extended first section. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're about to record a Patreon episode in which we just talk frame by frame about City of God. <laughs> <laughs> if, you've, if you've got more... More city god than you, please listen to that. Uh, it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye, Darren, say goodbye. Goodbye. Last word to Tarek. Goodbye.